Alright guys, on this episode we have a review of It Comes at Night And we're also going to be talking some stuff that we watched during the week And uh, I believe Harvey has a review for us And we're going to do um, our game at the end of the show And we do have a topic And the topic is um, I believe it's the most shocking moment in the film That uh, we weren't expecting at all, right? Yeah um, I, I, I let you guys know that I'm worried about spoilers But I think it should be okay I'm going to spoil the shit out of my I'm going to spoil so much movies I got like so I mean, when that topic comes, I mean, I, do you guys um have any picks like pre or post two thousand like ten? Yes. I thought you yeah. Post? No, uh, it's uh, mine is like nineteen seventy eight or something. Okay. Mine's pre. Okay, well I guess it's maybe okay, but I don't think we should do it every week. I want to spoil things. I spoil movies all the time on the podcast. Yeah, he does. Like he would just like out of spite. It's like, I think you just don't know you're doing it until yeah. you actually do it. Yeah, but these are like iconic scenes and that, that they, they're supposed to be effective. And yeah, I guess mine's pretty iconic. But um, but we'll get to it. Like, uh, Is it I've, Titanic? No, it's not. What's shocking in Titanic? When the ship... The ship breaks. <laughs> the ship hits the iceberg. The ship I, breaks. I, I didn't know that was coming. I thought, yeah. I, thought I was just I thought it was watch. a romance movie. I wasn't, yeah. sure, I wasn't aware of the source material at the time at age nine. So Yeah, I was, I was like, what the fuck? But uh, so how was everybody's week? It's been a we- uh, long week. It's been a super recorded. long week. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Oh, uh, no. Last week and a half has been crazy busy, just like nonstop working. Word. Yeah. I was. I literally just came home from set. Yeah, I've been working like a, like a dog. Exhausting. Too. Yeah. Didn't you do a music video? I was on. A, I was on. I was st- stalking you on social media. You're on the the social. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did a... Well, I actually filmed one part of it. The other part is going to be next week at 4 a.m. No, right. before to that. Where's, uh, the, that where's, a, the, where's the location? I'm sorry, was that a short or was that the music video? Music video. It's going to be on a rooftop in the Bronx. <laughs> right. Um, cool. Also, just real quick, I, w- I want to plug something. I just finished uh, a, whoa, a short whoa, video. Whoa, 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 We can't plug? <laughs> no, we can plug. Let, let me plug real quick. <laughs> Uh, hop over to the, uh, you can search my name, Thomas Shoma on YouTube. I got a, a little short film mini doc. What would you guys call that? I don't know. I put cinematic vlog for clickbait purposes. No, I think, I think it's, it's a nice term that you created. I, I don't know. Cause it's like, it's not a vlog. Like, Hey guys, I'm like pointing the camera at me. Um, I think, no, I think vlogs have become synonymous like I'm, with like people fucking pointing cameras like this awkwardly like hey what's up welcome to another fucking vlog fuck you technically it's a a, i'm documenting something and i'm telling a source it's like a mini doc kind of thing about my move here to new york do you talk in it at all it's almost like a web episode you don't watch it no i haven't watched it yet jerk 
thought you supported I me. I really Dude, you send it either. at like midnight. I was like, I'm not doing it's, this it's, right now. It's been on Facebook. I, don't I wasn't. Facebook. I wasn't gonna fall that fall into that clickbait. Clickbait. Um, so that was definitely that clickbait. Trap. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. I do I feel a voiceover like podcast. is tainted now. We're doing advertisements and shit. What is going on? It's supposed um, to be a pure place. Yeah. We we literally sold out. I don't appreciate this. If we were gonna sell out, I want sold to sell out, out to, to like who? I'm not giving to like, you. I don't know some a quality like. I don't know, like Budweiser. I, I pay you guys to, <laughs> to let me talk about Fucking it. Fucking show mo fat pockets. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. Uh, it's a little project. It took me a while because I've been busy. But, you know, the first episode of this podcast, we kind of talked about our endeavors in the creative world. And, uh, yeah, that's what I did. And I think Sean might have something, too. Um, I didn't get to see it fully. Um, fully. I saw up until you started to speak. Which is like 10 seconds in. Right. Mm. And did you do something to your voice? It sounded no. weird. What's wrong with my voice? In um, in the thing you did, it sounded different. Like you took out the nasalness of your natural voice? I think it's the mics. Really? The okay. mic. I use a really like expensive shotgun mic, whereas these podcast mics for convenience. I mean, that mic wouldn't be good for podcasting. I actually built like a foam hut around me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, my girlfriend saw it, though. She gave me an instant review. What was her review? I'll tell you after the show. Cool, yeah. Um, it's not going to be one of your reviews this week. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Next on his horseshit segment. <laughs> <laughs> Director but, um, Thomas Yomo comes at us with another. All that's right. good to hear. So, what, what, what we'll do you got? You got something to plug, too, right? Uh, An accomplishment? Necessarily. Oh, you're talking about that. Right. So, uh, oh, did you have I else? mentioned a few episodes back that I entered into the <clears throat> NYC Midnight Screen Challenge, and I, uh, you know, recommend everyone to give it a shot. I did it last year. Um, came in eighth place last year uh, in my heat out of like 130, I think. This year uh, it was out of 100 in my heat. Came in seventh, so moved down a little bit. Hopefully next year I'll make it to sixth place. And the year after that I'll get in top five. But anyways, uh, didn't think I would place anywhere not uh, near top 20, which is kind of interesting. It's cool, too, because they give you uh, live feedback on your actual screenplay. That's cool. Yeah. Did you guys read it? it was, I, yeah, I did. It's pretty interesting. But it was kind of cool. Um, there's another one coming up. We should all do it. It's actually flat, uh, Flash Fiction. It's not a screenplay. That's my shit. So let's, uh, down. let's do a Flash Fiction um, contest. I believe it's like $30 to answer. Um, so that's about <sighs> me. I didn't do too much this week. Watched a ton of movies. Went fishing Saturday. Caught a big... Um, did he catch uh, uh, shit? He didn't catch shit. I didn't catch shit. <laughs> um, no, I didn't catch anything. But uh, how was your week, Harvey? Um, it was okay. It was pretty similar to yours. The highlight was fishing. You went fish? Yeah. Without well, us? I mean, I've never yeah, known I left, you guys I left, to fish. I left that actually. life behind in Florida. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was probably the highlight of my week. Um. I didn't catch anything, though. I think we just were not prepared for the situation at all, which is pretty much, that sums up our entire lives, I think. We're never right. prepared. But um, I am going fishing this Saturday. Oh, not probably anymore. It's supposed to rain. There's a lake yeah. in Queens called Oakland Lake that looks really awesome. Did you see it? Oh, it's in, it's in Queens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks amazing, I thought, actually. I thought yeah. we had to, like, travel. Giant. Do you, no. Do you have a particular fish in mind that you're looking for? Yeah. Well, this like I'm trying to catch a bass, something I could bring home and cook. I mean, you lived in like bass capital. Nah, it's not the same, man. It's an accomplishment out here. <clears throat> out there, it's just too it's easy. too given. Yeah, they're huge out there. Yeah, they are. Um, actually, I do have something. Well, 
I have something that I kind of want to talk about. Word? That sounds personal. <laughs> As you know, my mother is sick. No, she's not sick. That's oh, kind of damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw your mother Saturday. She was in good health, except I, for that I was Japanese <laughs> face mask she was yeah, wearing. She was, I was about she was to be wearing a the... Japanese face mask. For oh, some she, reason. she into that now? Yeah. I, I thought know. about doing it too. Allergies, I guess. But um, I know this is a movie podcast, but I'm going to talk about another play that I saw. Oh fuck! All right, yeah. i talk about it briefly. It was, <laughs> just uh, kidding. I'm just kidding. Fiddler on the Roof. No, it's called uh, Rob Bacon from Poland, which is a strange name. Um, but it was a really cool play about um, an army veteran who comes back home and he basically has a lot of trouble adjusting to his uh, new life as a civilian, and it kind of shows the situations and the hardships that uh, veterans can go through when they come back home. Um, like he has issues holding on a job, and he has issues with his obvious PTSD that he uh, that he has, and uh, like struggles to take care of his daughter and um, things like that. It was just a really cool play that I saw, and it was not at all what I expected. I didn't read a lot about it to be honest before uh, watching it, and the name kind of threw me off. But it was a really it was a really cool play, and it was um, a lot more if you had to realistic read it. than I expected. What would you rate it? Like on a like on a five, like five five out of five. Scale? You can't you can't rate uh, plays. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was a really good play, though. Like, what are you basing it off of? Yeah, like, it, was a, it was a great play. There's probably cool. people who are really into theater who are probably saying like, I'm, "These guys are I gotta, great." I gotta check out more off 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 Broadway plays. Yeah, um, I'm starting to like it to be a lot. To be honest, I like I, plays. I, I love plays a lot. It's just. They're not as easy as to just like the day of planning and go. Yeah, you have to really kind of work your schedule or, yeah. or the you hour. To, you have to of, pick the ones that you really want to check yeah, out as well. That's true. There's a lot uh, out there, obviously. I, I have a hard time going to concerts. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna go to that when yeah. it gets closer. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna do it. Damn. Sold out. Sold out. You're fucking. Going I, I got a question for you guys. What's How up? are you guys dealing with this new uh, summer heat wave? I'm fucking hating it. Uh, yeah. I, I it wasn't hear so bad today. Yeah, today, today was okay, bad, but, dude. Um, yesterday, humid. Sunday was the worst. Disgusting. What do you um? Yeah. What do you guys I think? Mean, I don't know. Yesterday was pretty fucking hot. It was. Well, it just it was humid. It was really. You, humid. you guys have Even been around uh, New Yorkers longer than me, um, and you guys are you know, originally lived here. Uh, do people here like? I feel like I've talked to some people, and they like summer here. No, nobody that uh, I. I feel have like people in my like job. Here. Some some people are like, oh yay, summer's coming. It's because they don't fucking sweat, man. I sweat like, dude. I walk I outside I and I'm like that's drenched. The case, I think they just forget because it's so cold. Yeah, they forget. But but when you have a perspective like us, where we come from a place that has 11 months of summer, um, despise it. Yeah, fall. I don't despise it. Actually. I fucking despise you like the heat, right? I do. I, I like heat. But I fucking hate out. There's like a limit. Like right now, I'm dying in this apartment. Yeah. What's the hottest you can take? Like 103. No, it's not so much the the heat; it's the humidity that can get me. Right. Yeah, that's what it really does. Humidity, humidity. is what fucks me up. Because I've been in like, yeah, like Nevada when it was like 105, but it wasn't that bad. It was dry. That's yeah, it was dry. Yeah, I was in Arizona the, uh, last year, but um, I don't yeah. like the heat. Well, does it do the right temperature? So we do this again. every. Week. <laughs> we have to talk about this stuff. It's, it's okay though. We're we're about to transition. Yeah, every time there's always a do the right joke. <laughs> we gotta come with another joke. <laughs> I mean, after next a while, next week we'll have another joke. We're gonna have the same joke. Do the right weather. Do the yeah. right weather. But um, I guess if you guys are done bullshitted, 
Yeah, I think it's time to talk movies. But before we talk movies, oh, can, no. can I ask where the dice is? The oh. dice? Don't worry, I got the dice. You got the dice? Yeah, where? No, okay. Why is it supposed to be on the table? Here. He's probably been shaving it or something. What? So I know exactly how to fucking roll it? He had weights to the, the 12. Just <laughs> that means all of us will get 12. I don't know. Just like, he implanted a magnet and he so, goes on um, the table. I know <clears throat> for the next review, Thomas is very excited to hear uh, Harvey's uh, thoughts on the selected movie that he lost the game. Yeah, of. this was... I, I actually uh, went back and listened to last week's episode. And um, as I'm listening... You listened to the show? He did a live, bro. Um, <laughs> I dabble, I dabble and do the right film a little bit, you know, every now and then. When you revisited the last episode, do you make <laughs> <my> notes? <laughs> like, just like, hear me out though. Uh, the part where um, where Harvey goes to start his review towards the beginning, he uh, I'm looking at my phone and he says, "I watched this week American Honey," and I look up and I'm like, "Holy shit, you did?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm just fucking with you." The 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 fucking the sweetness you could taste you could taste the revenge you could taste it at the end of the episode it's like a beautiful movie it's fucked up I actually want to quit just before we actually jump into it. I feel like we have to more details on this no that's so originally we're supposed to, so we're recording this a little bit later and we were like oh so we're recording this today and you weren't feeling well that day. And yeah, Har- I'm and we're coming gonna, over a sickness. And you were like, no, just record without me. Harvey was like dead set, like, He's no. like, nah, we you, waited for you to make it. <laughs> Yo, I'll watch this movie. Fuck you. <laughs> you made me watch a three-hour Shia movie. Rat Tail Shia. All right. Hey, let's let's get into it. All right. So American Honey. American Honey. Harvey, break it out for us. All right. Insert a clip here from American Honey. Are we doing clips for the mini reviews? For this one, we are. Okay. Okay. You have I'm a only gonna line? insert a shy you're, line. You're not yeah, just shit. I want. I just want Shia's voice. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be editing uh, this episode this week, so I'll, oh, you have I'll to like edit it. Like, not gonna do shit. This is gonna be like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Fuck. Okay. I watched the three hour, three hour movie directed by uh, Andrea Arnold. I think her name is. Yeah, don't She's don't over exaggerate. It's under three hours. It's like three. It's like two forty eight or something like that. <laughs> With credits. So, I mean, yeah. So it's like <laughs> I'm a, not exaggerating. It's like three it's like hours. Benjamin Button. The thing is, I'm gonna give a little. Uh, I'm gonna set the scene. I thought we were gonna record on a. We were gonna record. We usually record this podcast on Sundays. So my plan was to watch this movie Saturday night. However, we had gone fishing that day, and I was a bit tired, and I kind of forgot, to be honest. So about 3 a.m. rolls around, and I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to watch that movie. (laughs) So (laughs) at 3 a.m., Sunday morning, technically, I started watching American Honey. Holy shit. Oh, my God. With it being a three-hour movie in mind. So I was angry for the first 30 minutes. Damn it. I feel like a fucking dick. <laughs> um, I think that that night I went to bed around 6 a.m. Um, and then I woke up in about four hours. To watch. It comes at to night. Watch it. it comes at night, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to give a big review because we've talked about this movie like three times on the podcast already. Which is honestly the main reason I didn't want to watch it. You know what? Because we've talked about it before. I'm, I'm going to watch it, and we're gonna, and we're going to have the same discussion next yeah. week. Okay, do it. Please do. Uh, um, American Honey, I enjoyed it. It's actually a really good movie. To 
to be honest. Um, <laughs> I hate this so much right uh, now. <laughs> I'll just go through the. I'll, I'll just go through my shit really quick. Um, the the lead actress, I believe her name is Sasha Lane. It was her first movie. It sounds like a porn star name. Yeah, it does sound like a porn star name. Um, I'm kind of in love with this girl, to be honest. She you follow her on Instagram. No, I don't follow I, her on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. She she was really great in this, and it was hard for me to believe that it was this was her first movie. But I think a lot of that ha- comes down to um, the director Andrea Arnold, because she kind of put her in a position that was probably pretty difficult for her to fuck it up. But um, regardless, her performance was still pretty great. Um, I guess I'll should I read the synopsis? Um, it's real quick. I guess I already talked about. It. Yeah, you did <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A uh, star and adolescent girl from a troubled home runs away with a traveling sales crew that drives across the American mid- Midwest, selling subscriptions door to door, finding her feet in the gang of uh, teenagers, one of whom is Jake, played by Shia LaBeouf. She soon gets into the group's lifestyle of hard partying nights and lob bending days and young love. Um, that's, a, that's a nice. I guess I'll just talk about the things that I really like about this movie. I like how. I like the it it paints like a portrait of the of the South in a way that you rarely see on movies. Um, mm-hmm. 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 And there are a lot of other movies that I've really liked this um, this from like movies like Mississippi Grind and um, yeah, like Moon. I believe they show the South South in a very honest and true way that uh, movies rarely do. Um, I like that it's a uh, in its core, it's a love story, but it's like a really fucked up love story in the perspective of these like trailer tra- trash poor kids. You know you've and met at least one of these kids before. I've, I've known every one of these kids. They all went to Centennial. Um, <laughs> yeah. I believe there's one kid in it that's like screaming, he's from Orlando on the fucking on the van, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, he sounds like he's from Orlando. Yeah. But this movie does such a great job at just showing a, a very vulnerable and somewhat naive girl going into a lifestyle that you can be certain is going to not pan out well for her in the future. Yeah, like, yes, you're definitely not going down the right path. Yeah, like towards the end of the movie... Um, like during like one of her last big scenes with Shia, she does something that I believe kind of foreshadows what the rest of her life is going to be like. She she like does something that's it doesn't go as far as I thought it was going to go. <laughs> it's kind of hard to talk about this without spoiling it, but yeah, yeah, you, you can tell that she's just not going to have a great life. But yeah. I'd say that the same applies to all these characters. Yeah. You don't feel a sense of hope yeah. for any. There's there's a lot. Of, which is it sounds weird. I think that the the audience kind of feels that way after a while. You kind of feel trapped within this movie and and in its length to be honest, you feel trapped somewhat how they're trapped in their situations and their in their lifestyles. Um yeah. I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's a really good movie to be honest. Uh One of my yeah. favorite things about it's the the atmosphere that Andre Arnold's built 
it's almost like it's she, many of her movies are like in, influenced by Terrence Malick. It has that type of cinematography. It's and what's weird. Oh, for sure. It was yeah. honestly weird to me that Mo- like most was, of her stuff uh, shot outdoors. Yeah, yeah. In natural fields light. and parking lots, yeah. and natural like just like yeah. Malick films. It was weird to me yeah, that she was able to even make. She's like some like older British lady, and it's mm-hmm. her understanding. Of you guys the should uh, really yeah. check out Fish Tank. I know. I, I, I keep it's on my watch yeah, list. I've been meaning to watch that as well. But it, yeah, it, you would thought you would have thought that this movie was yeah. uh, directed by somebody that lived in the South their entire life, and that they had an intimate understanding of the people and uh, the culture. Because this movie was accurate in so many ways. I don't know how much uh, you can uh, attribute to her, or. If she was just telling them to like, yeah, do your thing, or yeah. they were fucking she, some consultant. She, she apparently like did the road trip they did twice before making the film or something. Weird. Yeah, she would like stalk kids at the mall and shit like that. <laughs> it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. The trivia. Oh, this is pretty director great. sounds amazing. Like She's that's amazing. such that's it's such a same, commitment. Like it's so weird, did, uh, and I love yeah. it. <laughs> for Fish Tank, she the lead actress in that movie. She just saw her at uh, the train station. And basically, and the Shia is fastbender in that. You know, yeah. Um, she she'll she'll have like one big actor, and then the rest are nobodies. Uh, yeah, the, there is a girl in, in well, here. actually, Riley Keough She's played in, the. Uh, she played the, uh, the like the girl in charge, yeah. Yeah, and she's in the movie we're yeah. reviewing. Yeah. I liked her character a lot too. Um, I liked a lot of characters in this movie, to be honest. How, how did sure. you like? Um, how would you like the guy that was um, obnoxious? The and one that shows his dick out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've known I've known that guy a couple of times over, and I fucking still hated him. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of white people saying yeah. the N word in this when they're oh, yeah, singing yeah, yeah. along to like. Uh, yeah, they all say it, which, I mean. <laughs> they're singing along to like trap music and stuff. Yeah, that's basically like all the all the traveling scenes is them. Uh, and, um. There's so much to talk about in this fucking movie. Yeah, I'm it sorry. It's like way too much. The, like the relationship of, between her this? and. Uh, we should do a full. We should do a full episode. Check this out, Steve. American Honey episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a, lost, like a lost episode. We yeah, really You're the only one that hasn't watched it at this point. I feel like I should, but then a part of me doesn't want to watch it because Tom would just. <laughs> yeah. Masturbate all over myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said in my review, this movie was made for me, and I knew that as soon as she got into a semi truck and sang a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh yeah, you're disgusting. I mean, how? I'm how never fucking this get the fuck out of here! You're how? Disgusting. Get out of here! No, but like you know, you know me. Like, did she read my mind? You know, like, did she read my mind when she made that scene? That's weird. I was actually on. I was on. I was on set this past week, and and Ooh. some guy had a fucking. He started a. I saw this book. And it had forward by Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, I should send this to Tom. I forgot the book what's called. Yeah. I thought of you though. So of I guess I guess that is true. Bruce Springsteen <sighs> equals Tom. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I'm glad. I don't know what you have else to say about it. Um, but there's I'm definitely there's uh, a lot of things that I could say. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you liked it though. The relationship know. between her and Shia is pretty interesting. Um, I'm not exactly. I'm not exactly sure why she's attracted to Shia. Like, he's like his character is very charismatic somehow. Um, yeah, but she's also like 19. In this. Yeah, she also she is also very naive, and she also places herself in situations quite often in the movie. I'm like, there's no way she's uh, not getting uh, like uh, yeah, ra- raped in the scene, but yeah. somehow she uh, she pulls out of every scene unraped, but. <laughs> She's quite a uh, social climber. Yeah, yeah she uh, 
she's able to manipulate these situations somehow. I don't know if it's because of like dumb luck or if she's like she's just an attractive girl, you know. Yeah. In a trashy, I'm not sure if, it, trashy if it's kind of that way. just if it's just the attraction, but uh, I don't know, dude. It gives it's, her some leverage. Yeah, this is this is a good movie. How would you, what would you rate it? A five out of five. Um, Who? That's a show movie. I don't know. I'd, I yeah, like all I the all the things I said earlier. Yeah, like the atmosphere, uh, the. You know, the portrayal of the, the South, the characters, the love story, the hopelessness, the depiction of poverty in the South. And, yeah, just the hopelessness of her, her character. Just the poor girl growing up in the South and um, not having many options available to her. Like, it was such a good fucking character. It was a great story. Um, I would give it a four out of five. Word. Nice. The gems. Nice. Look at me slanging them gems at Harvey. Four out of five. Hey, guys. Bingo, bingo. <clears throat> guys, I, I found something on Letterboxd. I, I, I didn't I, know it existed, and I really want to talk about it. So I, t- I was typing American Honey, and then I pressed Shy Up because I like doing that. And he has this movie called Hashtag No, that's his thing. That's his, I, green, I never heard, that's his green screen thing. That's his green screen thing? It's yeah. like a, It's like a whole movie? It has its own page. It has yeah. its own page. Okay, this is um, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I actually, I'm kind of upset that Harvey, uh, I gave him this because I know we we're limited on time, and now I'm just upset that we can't talk about. This it. is just as long as your initial <clears throat> review. I know it's it's it it's very hard to like the movie's long and the reviews are long. Yeah, it's hard. But uh, let's keep the ball rolling. I guess. Yeah, let's Steve, let's you keep got moving. For us, uh, watch yeah. anything this week? Yeah, I watched a charming little picture called the Lego Batman movie. Ah, <laughs> I did as well. I did as well. Did you really yeah. this week? No, didn't you talk about ago, you like talked about it ago, on yeah. the podcast briefly? Yeah. Okay, two weeks ago. I was gonna say like, whoa. Uh, so obviously, this is coming off the whole Lego Movie thing. It was a spinoff, and my when when I was I first heard about it, I was thinking like this is gonna be complete another fucking you know rip off. I don't know if they're gonna do it well, but overall, I'm gonna keep this pretty short and sweet. I really like this. I thought it was a really funny movie. I think the humor stays intact. Uh, the humor that was... I, I don't know. It's just more of what you liked. If you liked the Batman character in the Lego movie, I think you definitely will like it now. And also, the just like the animations are amazing. Like the stock motion movement of like all the individual little Lego pieces. I don't know. I think it's just well done. And you know, if they're going to keep on going, which I'm assuming they will, with this kind of like they've spun off into other like famous... like movie franchises i think i think if they keep going down this route maybe maybe we get like gold like actual well-rounded like kids movie kind of uh yeah so if you enjoy the lego movie i would highly recommend the lego batman movie i think it's really well done really funny well on that i enjoyed it. it a lot i gave it a three out of five i believe i gave it a three and a half out of five cool uh, Michael Cera is hilarious in this as well. Actually, all the characters like it's just so it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. The overarching story of just like like Joker and the Batman. This like un like it's just really about their relationship and I the fact it. that Batman won't commit to being the Joker's worst enemies. Like, no, nah, I don't need you. <laughs> it's just like that's the joke better throughout the whole the, movie. Better than the Dark Knight. Yeah, better easily. Right, cool. 
hands down. You know what's pretty funny in that film is uh, how they they introduced the uh, idea that other Batmans have existed in the world where they acknowledge it. Oh yeah, they acknowledge like the whole like Batman like. You know George Clooney, yeah. like all those old like. That's funny. Was it Joel That's Schumacher, yeah. like Batman and like, movies? Even like the original ones, like even, from that weird, weird scene with the, they, uh, the black and white one. The black and white one, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of funny. Anything else? Uh, no, honestly, that was like the one movie I was so busy this past week. It was it was killer, like hands down, just like nonstop mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. and then like sleep. Okay, what yeah. about uh, you, Thomas? I heard you got a, a, jo- a Japanese movie. <sighs> no, no. Um, I made like a connection. Kumiko the Treasure Hunter. There's an actress in there who's in a movie I watched. And I feel like I deserve... All right. I need to give this movie a longer review, but I'm going to cut it short because I want to talk about another Let's one. Let's talk about another one. All right. But real quick, let me talk about the movie that I watched. Um, I have a watch list on Letterboxd. And when I need to watch a movie, I kind of look to it and try to... Uh, Chip stuff off the watch list, you know, try to get it out of the way, see things I've been dying to see. This movie I've been dying to see for, uh, well, not dying to see, but it's been out for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> he made it sound like it's just like, it's been out for a couple months and I've been trying to get to the theater. So I you can't. finally got around to it, huh? Fucking 11 years? Yeah, 11 years. I don't think I, I knew about it until like five years ago. But, what movie is this? Uh, Babel. Never uh, excuse seen? me? Can you say that again? Babel. Bubble? I've never seen Bebel. Bebel. All right. Bebel? Bebel. Fonzo Caron? Why would it be called Bebel? Bebel. Wait, are you talking about Fonzo Caron? Bebel. Bebel? The director? Yeah. No, it's... it's uh, Inarutu? Inarutu. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy's in there. I love that movie. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, Gael Barnell. Yes. Get, uh, this is a star-studded cast. Um, it's directed by Alejandro Gonzalez Inarutu. Uh, and uh, ever since Birdman, I've Those fallen t- in love. <laughs> sh- shut up. I've, I've fallen in love with the man. Uh, even when he strikes out, like say he makes a movie that doesn't quite hit the mark, I will respect him and I will watch anything he makes. He's just that kind of filmmaker that has the ambition that Hollywood needs, you know? Uh, as seen with The Revenant, you know? It's the, the, the ambition and the balls of that movie, you know? I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, so I went back and checked out Babel. Uh, real quick, Babel's about um, a tale of like three different stories around the world, and a violent act ties all the stories together, um, following like uh, three families, pretty much. And um, it's insanely ambitious, and uh, from what I understand, it didn't stick well with some people. Um, the the style of storytelling, <laughs> bless you, came off as a sort of you know. Over ambitious and didn't quite. Uh, I don't know. So, an American couple are on a trip in Morocco, and then there's a, a Moroccan family involved. The American couple has some kids back home being watched by a Mexican uh, nanny while they're on their vacation. And um, <clears throat> there's also a deaf mute Japanese girl in Japan who's also somehow tied to all this shit. Pretty crazy, huh? Um. Yeah. I always said it's just like so much. Like when no this movie first came out, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty big. It was profound. I saw this in theaters actually. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I missed sixteen-year-old Shomo. Um, it it nails it. I think it it portrays human like reactions to certain things perfectly. It's stressful as fuck. 
I'm just stressed the whole time. No, no, thank you. Not not in the mood for that right now. No, I mean it's like um, no, it's really good. It's really really. Good. I'm, I'm not denying that. It's, it's on, just like you're just saying it's stressful. I'm like, oh god, my no, heart. like in a good way. Um, it's it's on Netflix now, so I would definitely uh, scoop it up and, and watch it. Um, and people thought it was like messy, kind of, and you know, Inuritu does a lot of weird symbolism in his films. Uh, but overall. It transitions from story to story so perfectly. Like, think of the most perfect moment to end this particular story at the moment and switch up to a new one, and it, it nails it. Um, I would highly recommend this. I think uh, this director is uh, my boy. He's my hero. He's, he's a great director. I heard he's kind of a dick. Here he's a dick, but it's all right. Um, I've heard that too. Um, yeah. I read up a lot it, on him. Isn't it kind like, of like, like particularly with shitty. this movie? He was kind of a dick with his co-writer. Uh, he kind of fucked him over or something. I don't know. Uh, that kind of breaks my heart sometimes. <sighs> yeah. Have but, you ever seen uh, Morris Paris? But he didn't rape anyone like Roman Polanski. That's true. He uh, I always remember that. It's it's a uh, part of that trilogy he did. Morris Paris, Twenty One Grams, and this. Yeah, Twenty One. Yeah. Morris yeah. Paris is incredible. Gail is in that as well. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Gail is very great. similar. Gail is great in this. He's not a huge role, but he's great in this. He's not like part of any of the families or anything. Well, sort of. He, he also made my favorite movie of 2010, Beautiful. Beautiful, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Javier Bardem, I watched that on Netflix a while ago. Um, all right. Let's 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 just end this review real quick. Four out of five. Highly recommend. But I jumped over to the pictures to see Wonder Woman. Ooh. Let us know your thoughts. So last week, Steve had to talk about it. We we skipped it. We we went to a indie film instead, and uh, I'm glad we did because I know exactly what would happen. I I know how you guys would feel about this film. Like it's it's that predictable. Uh, Wonder Woman is being praised right now. It's 92 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a revolution. It's a, it's a revelation. Yeah. Four star average on Letterbox. Eight point two on IMDb. People, yeah. People are per, there's there's riots in the street. There's a good DC movie, and it's insane. But the weird thing is, there's not a good DC movie because it's not a good movie. It's because we've been given horse shit. So once you get something good, no, but take it. we didn't get something good. Let's talk about it. Let's break this R- down real quick. I'll, I'll I'll try my very best. Let's, let's um, while you guys look at Instagram videos. Um, this movie does not bring a goddamn thing to the uh, the stage of comic book movies. Hmm. 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 Okay. Uh, it's directed by a female, but it doesn't show. There's a strong female lead. There's no feminist like empowerment. I don't think. Uh, uh, do you say that a gloss? Do you say that it glosses over a lot of like interesting story elements and or ideas? So yes, yeah, so this is like a or it brings this, it up, but it just like kind of. This is our this is our first uh, Wonder Woman movie, so it's technically like the origin story of her. And guess what? She goes from little girl with no powers to a fucking god, and you don't know how she got there. And you, you don't even know like her her discovery of her powers. You don't even know her. Who cares? She's badass. They, Tell us every, more. They're just like, all right, we got to build this universe, guys. Let's build this universe. Let's get it going. It's sloppy. It's sloppy it's, screenwriting. And uh, it's corny as fuck. Um, the villains are meaningless. They mean absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Um, there, there's parts where people laughed in the theater, and I've, my skin crawled off my back. Uh, <laughs> it's just... 
I, 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 I sound like it's not a it's not a horseshit. It's not like Suicide Squad, but this is not a good movie to me. Uh, and I sound like I'm really being hard on it. And uh, it's just uh, you, all right. So just to kind of, it's just the fact that everyone's praising it, and then you're like, you're like, kind of just again, like same thing. Like me, you me can, and my you, girlfriend went there. We watched it, and instantly when we left, she's just like. I'm so disappointed. I didn't like that. And then I looked at her. I'm like, thank God I'm not alone because I right. thought it was crazy. I'm reading these reviews that are giving Stella like Gal Gadot is a great actress. She does such a great job. I'm like, really? No. Am I pronouncing her last name wrong? Probably. Gadot. 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 Gadot? I, I think it's Gadot. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, my girlfriend, uh, there's a few things that happen towards the first act and my girlfriend's already checking out. She's like nudging me and like, she's like, ugh. And I'm like, just, I'm like, stop, stop, just give it a chance, relax. And then there's a scene where uh, the two villains, before they're actually like real villains, this is a, like technically their origin. Hands down, some of the worst villains I've ever seen in a yeah. movie, by the way. Guys, hear me out. Completely, completely the, worth the like. the general. First of all, the all the Germans they speak English at the the German military base command center. What do you think they speak? German? Nope, they speak English. Perfect English. Um. With, with slight accents. All right. Which I found super weird because let's say we have... Wonder Woman uh, who speaks a hundred languages. Yeah, but, but then we... But they speak English. But then we also have... Uh, let's she grew say, up on an island? How does she speak a hundred languages? Uh, she reads books. She reads books, but she somehow had no idea of the outside world. It's a fucking... She read books in different languages and understood them? Yeah. But she didn't know what ice cream was. <coughs> and then... Um, true. No, no, but you, you notice one thing, too, that everyone had, like, accents, or even that, like, the Native American character had, like, an accent. Like, even the German... I don't know, it just seems so weird. Like, it's just... Everything feels like a fucking sore thumb. There's a scene where the two villains, um, they they gas a room full of their own men with a gas that not even the World War One gas mask can uh, withstand. They throw a mask in there, and then they shut the door, and they're leaning against the door like, hee <laughs> And they go, and the the female villain goes, uh, but the mask has no effect. And and the the other villain goes, I know. And they start giggling and they scurry off. And me and my girlfriend looked at each other with sheer horror on our faces. <laughs> and we fuck? we were just like, it's over. This movie, you had your chance. It's over. This is a bad movie. Not one even like tickle of laughter coming towards me. And um, I'm really upset. I ran into our buddy John on the train, and I was like, still thinking about it. I was like, why the fuck do Did people... Did he see want? it? No, he didn't see it. But he's like, you can't compare it to like Dark Knight and others, because those are far removed from all this shit. It's, this movie's made for people, they know who's going to like it. And at first, I was like, you have a point. And then I was like, I can't agree, actually, because you can still make great movies for mass audiences... All right, Harvey brought up Finding Dory last week. Finding Dory's a great fucking little movie. But guess what? I mean, it's made for kids. It's not made for me. You can still make a movie not made for me and make it good. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Right. Um, It's just not good. And I, and I, I hope I'm not offending anybody, but... This what is, did you rate this movie? Uh, I'd probably give it a two and a half. Um... It's like Steve said. It's much better than the garbage DC stuff because it has like a beginning, middle, and end. 
<laughs> it made sense. Like, yeah, it, and it's, it's coherent. Was, it's coherent. Like, you but get it's it. Shit. And there's like some cool action sequences, maybe in the middle of the movie. Hardly though. I mean, it's just her leaping through the air I mean, and like not... flipping and kicking. It, uh, is but, it better than Superman Returns? Mm, no, no way. Superman Returns is pretty bad. Really? Brandon, what's his name? Brandon. Just kidding. I don't even remember seeing that. Um, yeah, so I mean, see, so I'm, like, I'm actually like the fact that this is like considered a great movie and it's two percent. It's almost frustrating. You guys don't think there's something wrong with Rotten Tomatoes? There is. I don't two, think so. It's two percent different than Dark Knight. I mean that that's misleading. Well, that's the uh, different critics. They're different critics for a different uh, film. It's not uh, like the same set of people reviewing. I'm sure the same all the movies. big ones are like it's still like an aggregate score, though. It's not like an, yeah, but that's uh, what I said. There needs to be perfectness, like. Andre's it's not a, a perfect it's, movie. It's whoever were selected to review that movie for pre-screening and then that they reviewed. <clears throat> but for instance, but if 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 a hundred critics my, say this is a sixty percent movie, that counts as a pass, and it jumps it to a ninety-two percent movie. It's just it's not it's not a good method. So if ninety-two percent say this is a a good movie, like it's an a good movie. I don't even think good. Like it's not a great movie, but it's like. Uh, I think it's like a, the general okay. public. Even, even we were guilty of this. We use uh, movies that we like and use our gauge of Rotten Tomatoes to verify that as well. So what's the difference there? I mean, on a key, no, I just I, I mean, use it as like a like what's going on, like how many. This is, but, this is definitely going to go on into our like main review. We're going to kind of come back to this because it's just it's. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm done. I understand your frustration, but uh, you know I can honestly have a conversation about the like comic book movies and like where the industry. If you is going disagree, and, to explain to me why this is a good movie. No one can really explain it because the only thing I ever hear that she's badass. I'm like, what the fuck does that no. mean? Little girl and Logan is badass. Yeah, that she that's an interesting character. That that's a real character development. But I mean, yeah, I understand your frustration. Now you kind of understand like where I came from when I was walking in, and I'm just like, I need to talk about it. It's so, and it was like, it, it seemed like ridiculous. But at, when you watch it, then you're like, wow, really? It's very jarring. Like, yeah, it's the, a the weird, consensus, it's a weird feeling, and then yeah. you know, it's so weird because even like movie, I feel marginalized for the first time in my life. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, I feel I feel dumb. I feel weird. I feel confused as to why everybody likes it, but me. I mean, it's weird. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's just film in general. Like, I no, think there's uh, just I don't know. I feel like that's it's it's always gonna happen. It's always gonna be that. This one is movie. like the blockbuster that crosses over from mouth breathers to like people who like film also saying it's good, and I'm just like, it's weird. Uh, let's uh, let's end it here. I'm gonna take a but quick we can, we piss, can honest- and uh, you guys can continue your thing but i'm gonna leave, i'm gonna make this comment but we can have the same discussion about like the recent star wars movies there's like argument to be held about you know people saying oh it's a fantastic movie but then you can always also nitpick and like talk about like what's wrong with it inherently like yeah like character development story and things like that sean you want to talk about uh movies you watched yeah you didn't watch anything oh because you went first yeah, um, went first. yeah i did go first now I was struggling with this because i watched eight films um I'll just talk. <laughs> so you so you were busy? I watched 20 films this week. Well, we did favorites. overextend the week. You need, you need a fucking hobby, apparently. Apparently. I mean, movies is a hobby for me. Watching them, sitting down. It's not know. a hobby. <laughs> um, we used to skate. Something happened there, though. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> What's about. What's the update on that, by the way? I mean... Can you flick? 
It feels okay. I told you, just skate with your switch foot. Okay. I say, but, I say, continue skating even if it's right, broken. I'm, I'm going to give a little list here of movies I did watch. Yeah, talk about I'm, it. I'm not going to review. Damn, dude, I really want to talk about films. when it when it all. I really want to talk about that. Okay, so I start off the week by watching Man Versus. Uh, that movie I gave a one star. Uh, that movie is basically if if Bear Grylls was thrust into a horror movie where Predator from Predator was chasing what? him in the woods. It's a monster. Oh, it's a mo- it's an alien monster survival horror movie. What's it called? Man versus. Yeah. Are you going through all eight movies? I'm just no. I'm not going to review them. I'm just going to give you my score and the name. Is that yeah, certified horseshit? Yeah, really quick because I'm not going to do a big review. Is it certified horseshit? It's a no. I wouldn't say it's horseshit. Really? It's, it's, it's shit. It sounds like horse shit. <laughs> it's like dog shit. It's entertainment shit. But uh, I watched Heathers for the very first time in my life. Really? I love, I fucking love Heathers. I love Heathers. I gave it a three and a half. Right. Really like that movie. Um, I watched Buster's Mall Heart. Which Did you it, watch Heathers because of Surf Curse? No. Oh, no. I watched Heathers because uh, Emily forced me to watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched Buster's Mall Heart. It is with... Uh, What's his name? Rami Malik from Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. The imagery was beautiful. I really want to watch this. The story is not original, I would say, but it's the shots and the locations and the his acting. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that even though if, if the story is not original, if the execution's really, if it's have you done, seen the What's it called? Buster's Mall Heart. It's a it's a thriller. It's a psychological thriller with him him as the, the lead, and it has a really good. Uh, Comeback of DJ Qualls. Oh, really? Yeah. I like DJ Qualls. <laughs> no. The only thing I've ever seen Malik in is, uh, other than uh, Mr. Robot, is uh, Band of Brothers. I think. He was, was also, in Band of Brothers? Yeah, he was in Band of Brothers. He was in he The was Master. The Master as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what? he was in The Master. He was in The Master. He's one of Dude, the sons. He's, he's one of the yeah. sons, yeah. At the dinner table. So, don't you remember? It's weird because I don't, I didn't recognize him. He was, also in the, he was a uh, known name back then. Movie. Was he? Just, yeah. Let me just double check. For some reason, yeah. my barber said I look like him, and I don't think so at all. You don't. You don't. You look like yeah, him. I don't want, like him. I don't understand, yes. like, because it's just like, I don't look anything like him. He's much more attractive than you are. Okay, you just he's shot much him what? down real <laughs> quick. I was like... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? He's much what? He, he says he's much more attractive, but I was just saying, like, I didn't. I don't see the resemblance at all. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know where he's coming from. He's like, you kind of look oh, like he him. Was, he was huge in Night of the Museum. He plays the Egyptian. Oh, yeah, he does yeah. play the, the pharaoh or whatever. Yeah. So well, that's so like four I, I never seen, knew his face until Mr. Robot's weird. But uh, for for just the cinematography alone, uh, I gave that movie a three star. Really like uh, one of my favorite genres, psychological thrillers, as you guys may know. Just love them. Uh, also watch Win It All. I really enjoy Win It All. Joe Swanberg is one of my favorite new directors. Uh, he has a couple more, more stuff coming out for Netflix. I think he signed a three or a six movie deal with Netflix. Yeah, that's Jeez. one of the first. Uh, highly recommend watching Win It All. I actually yeah. want to sit and watch it, it again. Honestly, I would it on film, right? He's, yeah, he shot on yeah. film, 60mm film. Ooh, I love that 16mm. Defi- you can definitely see, like, oh, yeah. man, that's actually one of the aspects I liked about that film. Uh, I feel like I wouldn't openly say I would recommend that to anyone. I would it say it's like a specific movie for sure. I, I, I would Mississippi rec- Grind because when I saw the I was just about to say I thought of Mississippi Grind. Yeah, I would recommend it to people who are into gambling stories because uh, we get, we get a, yeah, it is a gambling story. Yeah, it's just we a get a lot, we get gambling stories like once every decade or so. Um, <laughs> but, that, but the beautiful thing about that is just like it's not about the whole idea of like gambling. It's not like him. It's like I feel like it's just the consequences. And yeah, that's it, like super important. It's almost like it's a it's a fall from grace type of story. Yeah, and we really get to see it. Yeah, 
Um, I also watch. I rewatch Young Frankenstein. Uh, I saw it in pieces when I was a child. Rewatch Young Frankenstein. <laughs> I saw it. In a, I never really truly saw it. Well, oh, okay. So I kind of like sat down. Really enjoyed it. Pretty funny. It is really funny. I uh, love Gene Waller. He's my one of my heroes. Um, what else did I watch? R.I.P. Yeah. I gave Young Frankenstein a three and a half. Win it all at three. And I also watch It Comes at Night, apparently, here. Um, but yeah, that's about it. So if nobody else wants to jump in. Do you have anything, Harvey, you watched besides American Honey? I know that took up most of your week. Uh, <laughs> it did take a lot of time. Uh, no. Uh, nothing I want to mention. Okay. Well, then uh, let's jump into It Comes at Night. I didn't touch the door. You said, what? It was already open. What? The door was already open when you got there. Yeah. Then who opened it? If you're lying to me, I will kill you. It's okay. It's okay. I thought it was going to be a rape movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we pick off it. We start off from right That's there. what we start the episode it, with. It comes at night. C-U-M-S. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That, that Dude, I said that to a coworker. I'm like, I was like, oh, what movie do you watch? I'm like, oh, it comes at night. And instantly, first thing he says, like, That's hot. And then he walks home like, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Fucking pervert. I'm going to read this uh, little IMDb synopsis. It's actually a paragraph. So I'll read some of it here. So, It Comes at Night is directed by Trey Edward Schultz, and it's also written by him. Stars Joel Egerton, Christopher Abbott, and Carmen Ejo. And uh, what's her name? Kylie Rio? Kylie Kylie Rio. Riley Coe, yeah. Yes. So, as INDB puts it, secure within a desolate home as an unnatural threat terrorizes the world, a man has established a domestic order with his wife and son, but this will soon be put to the test when a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge. Now, it comes a night is a you know it it's advertised as your classic cabin in the woods horror movie, but you know it's more than that in my opinion. So who wants to start us off here? Uh, Steve, usually you start off. Stick with tradition. It used to be me, but <coughs> yeah, we change so, the tables around a little so bit. So I'm gonna say this. I um, I love this style of movie. I really do. Uh, I think. I think uh, initially what you kind of mentioned before with the advertisement is actually kind of, I think it's hurting this movie a little bit because people have an expectation and we saw this with other movies, like Tom said before, with Drive. Uh, yeah. It's just everyone thinks it's going to be this like intense horror movie, but it's really just a thought-provoking piece with beautiful cinematography and uh, great acting from Joel Egerton. And, uh and I mean that's my initial thoughts. I, I absolutely love these kind of movies, and I, I, it's it's hard to start. Like, well, the I sad, guess initially, the sad part about the marketing thing is like it sucks as mismarketed, but like I feel like they they have no choice. Yeah, they like, didn't market it as this. It's not mismarketing. It's 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 just people well, interpretation. It is, but it's, it's it's inevitable mismarketing. Yeah, I mean like. Because they don't have much of a choice. Uh, it's it, it's mismarketed because of what the plot is and what yeah. it ultimately becomes. So there's really nothing yeah. to showcase in the movie. Yeah. That I think it's I think it has more to do with the title than anything. Because no matter what footage you show in that, what footage you uh, compile to make a trailer, 
it's it's gonna seem like a, a like, like a like a like a monster like a monster horror. Yeah, like. But you could say the same thing about The Shining. Like it's like within the scenes that are shot, they are horrific. They're terrifying. They they make you tense. And this movie honestly did everything. I've had a conversation with someone the other day about this, and they didn't watch it, but their family member watched, and they said, "She's like, oh, I they didn't like it because." It's completely tense the whole movie. It's like this thrilling thing, and then it leads to. I hate to say it, but it's it's it, the, the the plot goes somewhere else. Chill. Have you seen the original trailer for The Shining? Uh, no, I've never seen it. Trailers were weird it, back uh, then. Though. It was uh, actually marketed as a slasher movie. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah. So so this goes to show that this has been a problem for decades. Right. I don't but, think uh, this is a new thing. I, I don't think, think it's a problem with this movie because. Everything I saw, it, it is. It's a tense film, and that's the one thing I would like. Even like Harvey mentioned this one because we watched the movie, and he left. He's just like he's like I was tensed, and I'm like I've never. There's moments in this movie where I'm just like sitting there, like my feet got like, my feet literally got cold at one point. Like this is one of the most intense movies I've ever seen. I in my love life. um right. It goes back to kind of like what I was saying about Babel. Um, mm-hmm. I love being stressed the fuck out in a film. So I get this weird feeling when I see movies like this. I'm stressed. I get mad at the movie real quick, like it's a bad movie for maybe like 1.5 seconds. I'm like, God damn it! I'm fucking mad. I'm stressed. And then I, and then within three seconds, my brain goes, Hey, this means it's a good movie. It's working. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. And it, <laughs> this, this, this tension that it builds in the movie is is actually great because. I think it is. It puts you in a position. I was and I was playing this to my girlfriend as well because she was asking me like, so, so what is it like, like because she, I think she even had the expectation from the title like it was going to be this, you know, typical monster flick, and I'm like, it's not that at all. And the beautiful thing about it is like you're tense throughout the whole movie because you are feeling what they're feeling. You're confused. You don't know what's happening because you're, you're feeling what the characters are feeling and yeah. that's the that's literally what it is this is like this is like the root of the argument that i got in with my coworker because he he felt saw that, it yeah he yeah. felt that yeah that there was gonna be like a monster that comes at night or something i like i mean i don't feel like i'm spoiling at this point but i mean it's he felt like there was like he felt there was gonna be like an over-the-top like uh like a troll like 80s like like monster horror movie and i'm like no dude like it comes at night it's not a monster it's like it's their fear. That's like what's most heightened at night. It's gonna be like your fear. It's not necessarily a physical entity. It's this um Yeah, it reminds me of a movie that made my, my top five list of uh last year. What was, was ten that? ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. It's the same elements. It's like limited storytelling, paranoia, suspense, uh ten Cloverfield Lane, I think people probably expected uh things to happen you know outside of a fucking underground bunker but it's you know it, it ended up being a paranoia it, it, when you think about it they're very similar yeah yeah, yeah they're uh, similar in that way uh so i mean other than the outside of like the whole concept of the movie i think number one uh i i believe my favorite thing was the use of lighting or the lack thereof i mean uh so we have a lot of sequences that happen at night and and they all carry around these like lanterns, especially the sun, and it's just like it's like this orb. It protects him yeah. from like the surrounding darkness. And we have like because a lot of these. What are you talking about? It's fucking. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. fucking what you're saying, but it, uh, it's beautiful it's though. Talking like talking like this. But I think when you're um, no, I think it's beautiful what he's saying. 
Uh, yeah, when when you have no power and you're paranoid, the sun is probably like a fucking yeah. yeah. It's like the savior. That's the know? name. And it's yeah. and it really is like there's just the, the use of lighting when he was just like walking around at night. Um, I think the the cinematography in this movie is so fucking great, stellar, mm-hmm. especially and, uh, with just like these. I don't want to. It's hard to talk about without like ruining certain plot. Points. Yeah, let's just let's just talk about the the great elements of it, but not talk about. Like, I wrote the down story like uh, some. I wrote down bullet points of what I liked from like beginning like one to the other. So I wrote uh, the first thing is the cast, number one, two the location, three sound sound design, and four the score. Now this cast, it's a weird cast because this movie is. It's shot, it's funded, and it's made as an independent uh, mm-hmm. horror movie. But it has Egerton in it, and it has... What's her name? Ed- Egerton is becoming a, a treasure. Yeah, say. Egerton, he's, a, he's done blockbuster movies. He's written and directed his own blockbusters. And he's actually... And Christopher Abbott, he's actually very well-known at this point from Girls and some other stuff like James White. Yeah. And uh, what's that other movie? Um, the Most Violent Year. Carmen Joe is pretty... She's not like a. She's not like a nobody either. Mm-hmm. She's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. This movie actually, what really makes it haunting for me is the ambiguity that surrounds everything <sighs> with the plot, the characters, and the purpose of the the outsiders that come along, like the core of the movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie kind of falls into that inspiration of other films, like you, we mentioned, The Shining, also The Witch and The, the Babadook. Witch. Yeah, The Babadook. More so The Babadook than The Witch. Uh, style wise, I would say. The witch because of the sound and the fear that surrounds everything now harvey mentioned fear and fear is actually the key of this movie because it, this movie is ultimately about what fear can do to people who love each other and how far they can go to protect each other yeah and that's what the that's what makes this movie scary yeah. what yeah. good good people were that can do yeah. to each it's other it's not so much about the outside force that's causing it it's about other what people they'll do yeah I, this is this what i wrote happening. down um I love all the characters and their flaws and their de- like their desperation. I could see all of this happening in real life. Like their reactions. I think like- yeah. I think the, these these people would really turn out like this. I think um, I think they would really react to the situation in the way that they do. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more it's realistic. Realistic portrayals. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, like um, you know what this reminded me of. I mean, I don't know if you guys will probably or if you guys ever played this game, but it <coughs> heavily reminded me of like The Last of Us in the sense of like how like bleak and desperate people can be and like i don't know uh, i i just I, I definitely felt that especially in uh there's a certain scene in the movie where they interact with other humans for like a moment and it's just like this scramble like like you don't know what the fuck's happening the whole scene is like intense like what's going on what's going on because you don't know what you the character's feeling you can't, yeah and you can't even like a like a normal horror movie you know something's out there to kill kill the protagonist or whatever you can't even really infer what's happening you you are in the same perspective as yeah the, you don't know the until they know and once yeah. they know then you know and then from there it's like a split second reaction you know, and i think um, a lot that's and that's the beautiful thing about this movie i think it, it just kind of relies on like human reaction like what you would you what would you do in that split second like you don't think about your decisions you're making you're just kind of reacting to everything that's happening around you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think where most of the bad reviews that I read online are coming from are people who are basically can't get, a, uh, can't get their head around that the story is not completely flushed out. And I think it's still... 
I think people most people who are uh, you know against that uh, type of filmmaking can't and really enjoy these type of movies. Like for example, um, I don't need everything explained to me. I'm sorry. Like Children of Men or to... stories like that, where you're only given into you're only thrust into like a period of time, and we're only what we see is what we get. It's only a period of time. I'm not sure what else you would need to. Uh... Believe that this is a good movie. I'm not sure what else. What What it's, are you missing from the it's story? It's just what um what, what Sean said. There's no. Um, it's just that it's, people want it's a lack like of explanation. Yeah. You want an explanation? Do you want like, the, this is what for the, this is what people illness, want? Or? Sometimes I think people the want characters. Someone yeah. like blatantly having another conversation with another character, saying, "Blah blah 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 blah." Exposition. Exposition. Oh, this is what's happening. So they. Oh, oh, I get it now. Like, like Wonder Woman. Like, are you fucking? <laughs> no. Sometimes it's okay. That we don't know because when you don't know, you can relate to the I mean, characters more yeah, because think, they don't know. I, yeah, I think this movie does a great job of telling a story with like the lack of information that's available because yeah, the the characters themselves don't know this information, so it's kind of it's yeah. unnecessary for the audience to know this information. You don't need the entire story; you just need to know the situation and what's happening and yeah it's like an experience know, yeah you need to know what these characters know what's important to them what's where they're facing and then you'll understand their their decisions and it'll be just as impactful for you as it is for these characters i believe this whole movie i felt like one of joel edgerton's other sons <laughs> like i felt like it was his other son i'm just like I don't know. I don't say anything. I'm too little. I'm I'm dumb. I'm I'm scared. You yeah, know? <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. And I think that's the also we see the ambiguity with uh, his his son in the film where he is How struggling about- in the beginning of the film. It's not really a spoiler, but they're living with the grandfather and they he he's sick and something traumatic happens. And throughout the film, is his son dealing with that because he's sixteen? What sixteen? Seventeen? Dealing with this new world. Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, dealing with this new world. Don't understand what's happening. And his father sets these rules and these guidelines in order for their family to stay afloat. And, like, once you add more people into this formula, it's... Especially when you have two... I think there's a commentary on, like, male-dominated societies as well, where you have two males kind of, like trying to protect what's theirs you can kind of see it as well where it's just like yeah 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 little, you see the dynamic yeah. like that yeah. you know i mean I, it's hard to talk about this movie without spoiling because i think it's like a lot of the it's it's just yeah, I great think that's it's probably good. evident from the trailer you, you've got two men living in and, in a post-apocalyptic situation in the same household so there's definitely going to be like conflicting uh ideology yeah. yeah on how to protect themselves so yeah, that definitely comes into play. It's not even just how to rule, but it's how to like protect what is not inherently theirs. You know, yeah. uh, protecting each other yeah, is protecting what's theirs in a sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Doing what they think is best for their family yeah. and like what. Yeah, and I th- and I think this movie it just has I don't know I, I I think it's deeper than what people are expecting. I feel the comment of looks like yeah, oh, it's misleading i just it's hard to say it's misleading because yeah. in, in in its own way it is horrific that's been my argument it's a like, horror movie. even if it is misle- misleading how would uh the alternative uh having a monster make the movie a better movie that's what i'm trying to understand i th- i think uh this movie is better than any thing that they could have expected i believe 
Yeah, I mean, what, what would you want? Like some well, poorly CGI? I guess, yeah, I don't know. That's monster. Where, this uh, kind of goes back to my Wonder Woman syndrome. Uh, we're, we're, we're different type of people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, or like yeah. it would just devolved into like some like a, CGI, like that, zomber, like I actually, zombie movie. If that would have turned into like a a tropey monster movie, I probably would have showed up to this review uh, like, eh, I didn't like it, you know? So I guess if Pol- we're like polar opposites, people I like that. I don't like monster movies, though, because I watch a lot of shitty horror movies in my spare time. Right. This, and I think for the most part, <laughs> why I really gave this movie, you know, really high... Really yeah, you like instantly spoiled it for us. Like the moment you watch, you're like, "It's because like, this, the uh, thing about this movie, it's it's marketed as a cabin in a woods movie, and you know that's one of the most saturated idea yeah. in the horror genre. People, well, it is, yeah, it is. And this one stands out because it takes a different approach of how horror should be shot and how horror should be presented. And it's a very small, small idea that boils down to just about people and their survival. In yeah. that this environment, this is definitely an evolution. I feel like it's all a part of the evolution of horror films because I think we've we go through phases. We go through the like slasher movie. We had like the fucking paranormal, f- like found footage, like generation. Right? We have like these like moments, like these huge, like these movies are big at the moment in time. And I think this is part of like kind of like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say renaissance because it really isn't. I mean, this it's just may- there. This maybe I have like an unfavorable opinion, maybe. Uh, I believe this is what The Walking Dead was trying to be. Mm-hmm. The Walking yeah. Dead yeah. is not necessarily about the zombies. The zombies is about the people and yeah. their paranoia. Yeah. And the stuff. zombies are kind of a backdrop. The the humans are the real. Imagine and this isn't, Imagine The Walking Dead with just like no fucking. This zombies. isn't a zombie movie, by the yeah. way. It's, it's not, I don't yeah. want to like. I don't that's want the greatest thing about this we don't know though. We don't yeah. know. That's, that's the beautiful that's, thing. Yeah, that's why I like this movie a lot. It's because you're able to conjure up your own theories of what's yeah, going on. It's not I actually important. read a funny uh, review. Somebody said the basically what created this whole thing is the presidency of Trump. Oh yeah. And everybody like kind of like going against each other and like there's something getting released or whatever it was and escape into the woods. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh fuck. And uh, I read another thing where it says it's a different form of cancer that uh, just mutates faster and causes you know. Apocalypse. Let's, let's relax, Alex Jones. <laughs> hey, this is a this is the director here we're talking about. Fucking Alex Jones reference on the fucking do the right film. Let's go. Well, anyone uh, got a theory? Uh, uh, I don't think we should do theories because it uh, might might give um, about about this movie, like where it originated from, or just like no, I mean, mean theories in general, like uh, about the, the story. But I JFK. think that. Oh, you mean like in general? Well, actually, I actually read something about that, dude. I was like reading. Don't you fucking just yeah. really quick? I need to know now. No, uh, no, I, no. One sentence. No, no. no. okay, I'm not gonna because apparently everyone's against it. One sentence. Off, no. off, mic. Tell me. No, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you off, mic. It's my favorite part of history. <laughs> JFK. Dude. All right, let's see you fucking say it. So this movie, um, um, J- what? No, it's not JFK. What? Oh, I thought you were talking about that. You're talking no. about the movie? Oh, then never mind. Yeah, I was talking about no, the movie. No. Oh, never mind. No, I don't. I don't, don't, don't want to give theories on the movie because it, it runs into spoiler. Yeah, not spoiler territory. To, like, you know, but you're what it's not. You're giving, but you're giving away like the the allure of the film and how it works yeah. and how it affects mm-hmm. you. So I feel like we should leave yeah, that I alone. Didn't know any of that. Before. We should highly recommend this movie. Um, but I think we should not to everyone though. Um, uh, I would say no. It's well, true, though. I recommend it. To I recommend recommend I it to everyone, movie. but you have to sit them down and let them know, like, hey, this is not going to be that fucking. And that's the problem. I don't feel that way. I, I, I believe this is a great movie. 
It's, if you don't is. like it, you're a fucking idiot, basically. Whoa. I don't. Who the fucking Jesus. shit? I mean, come on. <laughs> Be realistic. Guns like, fired. Harvey's just right. like gun well, for everyone. All right. So you're not an idiot, but you have I bad think, taste. Oh no, it's just what Sean went to earlier. People are in it for different reasons. They want different types of closure and. No, it really I don't is think that it's feeling. Of I don't like, think it's fair to call them idiots. They just they they're not expectations versus like what is actually given it's to necessary. them. It's taste. I mean, you have a different taste. Your taste is the wrong. That's like when you see a guy banging an ugly girl, and you're like, oh, you're an it's idiot for banging an ugly girl. <laughs> I would bang. I would bang more attractive girls, but really, I mean, yeah, um, that's but, a terrible fucking. <laughs> where are we going with this? Me and my fucking analogies. Um, but the, the thing is, I think. Um, I don't. It sucks that you have to give a, or, or at least I feel like I have to give a disclaimer. Um, wh- no, I would give. I, I agree. I would. Like it's like this is not for like, you know, if you're in because there's people I've talked to who watch the Babadook and they're like that shit was like I've literally hear people say I didn't like it <sighs> because because blah 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 it wasn't we like need this to, it wasn't we like need that. to break down these these barriers I didn't in like, our minds look, I didn't like it follows because it, it wasn't scary enough or it was corny that, that's like, ridiculous if you could not like it follows because the thing is people are in it for different reasons but it follows is like it actually follows like a because standard horror wanna, I don't know why people because horror is so specific people want the cheap scare people that's what I'm saying the, people the want scare. specifics they want this is a so psychological sp- horror yeah it's, different, yeah. yeah, it's a different movie. But, but, but the problem is we need to break down these barriers in our mind. People want this. They want that. They want, I want a comic book movie with explosions in my face. I want a horror movie where I get jump scared every fucking, you know. Those are cheap. They're not thought-provoking. I want, but like, but like there are things that push the boundary and, and the masses don't like it. Like, like her. I want a love story, but I don't want it to be with a computer. And Stupid. and and like you you have to really open your mind up to these ideas if you're gonna like watch films. I mean, don't watch films if you won't. So that'd be my advice. If you're not gonna be open, yeah, that's don't the watch one. Films. That's the, hands down. Like, if you're not open to a different kind of horror movie or something, because yeah, at like the end I, of the I'll day, like, a, there's like this movie's tense. Like, I left the movie just yeah. still feeling tense. Like, I was just like, I went to a strip club once. I and, never uh, felt that way. I met this stripper. Whoa, 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 whoa what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, continue. This actually uh, relates to what you were all talking about here. But yeah, I went to a strip club once, and uh, I met this stripper. And uh, <laughs> this is a true story. I promise you. This is the start. And of I was pretty telling woman. her, uh, I think it was like 21 or whatever. Oh, this is the prequel to Pretty Woman. Okay. But uh, she, t- I, I had a conversation with her as she's giving me one of those dances. And uh, <laughs> I am dead serious about this. And I, she asked me what I wanted to do. You know, I told her I've always wanted to be a filmmaker. And she said, listen to me. I'll give you some advice. <laughs> she stopped what she was doing. She stopped dancing. She's like, listen. And again, this is fact. This is a quote. She says to me, if you ever want to make a good movie, take a story that's real about real people, but set it not in this world. And to me, this is what the story is about. And she was right. Holy shit! I swear on what? everything. It's describe describe this. <laughs> I stripper. feel like you're making this. No, up, I pro- I promise you. I've told the story before to people. Uh, but um, did you literally meet the fucking like Gandhi of strippers? No, this stripper had a very dark story. Um, I'm not gonna get into it. But then, 
Oh she asked God. me. I asked her, you know, did she want to be a stripper? She said no. I don't think anyone ever wants to start Damn, down. This, like, why the fuck didn't what I come we? this night? So this this was when um, my friend uh, Sean came to visit Port St. Lucie. He wanted a night out in town. So it took him to the best spots. Experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we met a British stripper. Red hair, tall like a giraffe. Is this her? Is this the girl? This is the, the girl, that's yeah. The stripper? And she was, I think she was a, uh, no, she was Hungarian, sorry. I think I said English or British. Yeah. But yeah, uh, she was Hungarian and that was her advice. I never forgot it. Charlie Country. And she shit. also told me the variety is the spice of life. That's another advice she gave me. I like that her. Was, that was, well, I was talking about food though. But wow. all of this was while getting a lap dance. This is actually kind of great. I might actually write this into a film. Do it. Um, so I think that cor- that story correlates with what this movie uh, essentially boils down to. It's kind of, I, I, are you really you telling the truth? I swear to you on everything. Okay. I swear this is this is like great. I mean, the fact <laughs> it's that you, pretty funny. Yeah, because I thought you were just funny. no, no, it's, I'm B- BS. How do you say dead ass? You swear dead on ass. <laughs> you swear on Alba. I swear on Alba. Do we have uh, a, on anything, her good name? Her, do we have anything else to say about? Do you have any oh, complaints? Okay. Actually, I do want to say something else. Complaints. I did went into this movie a little bit biased because recently I have become a huge Chris Abbott fan. I kind of see myself in him in a way, um, more or less. Sexual? Handsome and white? No, no, no. Is he white? I don't think he's white, dude. He's white. He's something else, though. Are you sure? He might be Guyanese or something, but anyways. Uh, Abbott. <laughs> Jewish. Fucking, fucking Abbott. <laughs> but uh, um, I saw James White a few months ago, and I'm ah, in yeah, love I with to that see movie. This. I really wanted to see it's that. It's incredible. It'll make you tear up a little bit. Ooh, a watch list for sure. And I loved his performance in um in Most Violent Year. Now his role was a little bit you know undershadowed by Egerton in this movie, in my opinion. Uh, Egerton plays a great father figure. That's one of the best. I want him to be my dad. What are you showing this man? Oh, seamless. Oh, seamless. But anyways, yeah, uh, Egerton. You know he's he's become one of the greats in my opinion. He kind of reminds me of a. Uh, He's Italian and Portuguese. See, I told that's you. A good, that's a yeah, good he's mix. White. He's white. Hey, white. Why does they Portuguese, come? Portuguese, man. Italian and Portuguese. That's yeah. A good mix. Don't you let them get away. They got yeah. white privilege. But uh, this point of uh, Egerton's career kind of reminds you of Christian Bale when he started doing movies like Shaft. And uh, I see something else in Edgar. Edgerton, yeah. though, I don't know. He's he's weird. He's like a he's mis- so confident. He's, a, he's mysterious. He's he's confident, but in the shadows, he's he kind of reminds me like. He also reminds me of um, Tom Hardy in a way, in that vein of like a foreign actor. I don't think he'll ever be play. that big with the masses. May or may not. I bring up the word masses a lot in this podcast. Well, that's that's actually what I said earlier that uh, my favorite thing about this movie is the cast. He directed The Gift, right? Yes, and very, he wrote it. I us. enjoyed that. It was very ambitious. I, I like what he did there. Um, and I, I think I'd, and he, he starred in it too, and I thought his character was great, and I, I saw great mm-hmm. things in him. He was awesome in yeah. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom was great. Yeah. yeah. It was an assignment for you. Uh, this great. is a good movie. I, I think check it out. Uh, I agree. With our disclaimer in mind, uh, I think you'll... Go you'll, into it open. Yeah, it's I one think of the more intense movies definitely I've seen. Every few time. years it's, we get a film like this. It's a, I just uh, wish... Like, I, 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 I never wanted it to end, and it is a short movie, so I was like, yeah. It's, it's. I think not, it's perfect it's, length. It's nitpick. I, I'm just weird. I, think, I, want, I, I, want think, it. I like three hour shy of movies. You know. I'm weird. Yeah. I, yeah. You like fucking marathons. I, I thought it was perfect length. It was like Babel. Babel spot. was like two and a half hours. too. Wonder Woman was two and a half hours. I it builds in intensity at such a fucking perfect pace. 
Uh, right. I've, sure does. I haven't seen a lot of movies. Yeah. Like this recently. Oh, God, man, just it's just like I can talk about this whole time, but just that tension, man, it's so good. Uh, yeah. Scress, stressful, like stressful. I was literally like leaning, like there was times forward. I was there, like, I'm like looking over Harvey. Harvey's like this. He, like, yeah. So there's a close. well. You guys saw it together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a no invite. Uh, there's a thing. There's a thing I do in stressful movies. Um, you pinch your nips. For, first of all, I tap my feet a lot. If I tap my feet in a movie, it's effective as fuck. And yeah. also, if I'm with my girlfriend, like sometimes we hold hands in theaters, and it's kind of gay. What but the fuck? Um, you hold your hands in the theater yeah, sometimes. Your hands are you know? sweaty. Why would you uh, they that? do, and I, I take it off, and she's like, mm, and then I, 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 but I, I want to hold your sweaty hands. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> actually, are usually pretty cold, so I don't get sweaty. But I'm weird about holding hands for a long time. Um, a lot of times when I'm stressed, I do this weird handshake thing. Like, oh god, what's gonna happen next? My and, my girlfriend's hand is always on the popcorn. I never get to hold it. Do you cut? Do you do cut you a like, hole in the bottom? And then you put your hand inside the hole and just try to hold it. Like, no, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was actually referencing she, something else. She would get mad I, I know, but I, was just, I thought that would be really funny if just like that's a real thing. I think people do. So, that. Yeah. were you doing any of these things during it comes at night? Were you tapping? Were you holding hands? Yes, I was tapping and I was shaking and uh, okay. I was stressed. Uh, very. That effective. might be something else. I might be diabetes. I think you might have been having a, a panic attack. Yeah. No, I, I, I get. I have uh, hypoglycemia, um, self-diagnosed. And yeah, I, those web shakes, Those shakes are different than these shakes. Okay. Well, uh, I think it's time to drop some scores. Yeah, here. let's drop some scores. Let's drop them. I'm, I'm doing. Night. I'm not dropping a score. Now, uh, you guys already know my score, so I'll throw it out. I think this movie is effective. This is one of those movies that's I, that I said once before when I reviewed Spring. It was made for me. Um, so I gave it a 5 out of 5. I love this movie. Uh, I can't wait to check it out again and buy it on uh, DVD. Yeah. <laughs> so the the thing about, real quick, it's 5 out of 5 for Sean. I think um, I think 5 out of 5 reviews, especially for us, we tend to rate towards movies that are more made for us. Right. So, um, by, I mean, yeah, the whole idea. Unfortunately, of- it's the way it is, but like. As long as it's four or five, four or five are almost inter- interchangeable for me. It's weird to say. A four and a five? Yeah. But fives are like reserved for movies that are like... like four and a half. I feel like four fives... and a half is a middle ground made for me slash... I don't know. Um, on that note, you know, I don't... You know, it's not my particular genre. Uh, I do like it though. I love anything that strays away from standard horror shit. Films you can make that you the argument watch. though. I think uh, I truly think you can make the argument that this movie's not really horror. It's just like no, that's horror. what I'm saying. Yeah. I love it when uh, well, it's, yeah, but I love it when it when you know I love like Green Room and shit. That shit's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I love this movie. I'm really torn, like four, four and a half. I like I'm still kind of coming down from it. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll put it on a letterbox. I'm gonna think about it some more. It's gonna be a four or four and a half. Okay. Um, Surprise us, so, Steve. What you got? Uh, yeah. Now you put it. Uh, I saw you put it one of your best of the year so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really list. I really love films like this. Uh, as you saw, like last year. Anyway, real quick, guys. A24. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're claps around right now. The lovers. A twenty four. A twenty four is like a great job, like, guys. They're Holy the Batman. Shit. They're the Batman of uh, producers. Everything they're like they? putting, like they're they, producing they, or like wanting to put out, it's like yeah. so different from the last. They're the thing. hero we need, but not the hero we deserve. Yeah, we really don't deserve <laughs> them. Definitely, but probably the best uh, production company out right now. They're one of my favorites. So yeah. is um, 
film four. They're one of my favorite. Yeah, every well. every time I see that little logo pop up, I go. Shout I get excited. To, uh, Blumhouse yeah. too. They they make all the shitty horror. Blumhouse, it's like well, a also, 50-50. They did get out. Yeah, they also did get out, which yeah. is I mean that's probably the best one they've ever they've ever done. That was probably a real hit for them. They were like, "Yes, we did it." They also uh, have the we got, we got yeah. some scores. Uh, we need a score from Harvey. Wait, oh, wait did you score? No, I didn't oh, score. Uh, so, final thoughts. Uh, I really love this movie. I'm not. Uh, I love films like this. I just, it, it, in its sense, it defies the whole idea of what horror can be. Elevates it. I think. I mean, it just you have to go with, go into open, and this is where I'm conflicted because. I want to give it my personal rating of what I think. And, I, and inherently, when I look at this movie, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Like, for me, there's nothing. So give it your personal rating. And I would have to say a five. Okay. But, so but, but I will say this. I will say this. And I hate to say it, but I kind of get why people don't like it. Like, I get it. Because uh, it's I, because they I can't get, get that out of their they, they can't yeah. get it out of their they can't get out of their own way. I understand it, why. I, it's not something I. It's not. It doesn't affect me, but I understand that it affects them. Yeah, and I and like so. My personal rating five out of five. For them, uh, I would say it's like a four. Like I get it. But so, then again, they're you know they're gonna hate it so much that you know it's they, fucking stupid. I literally had someone told dude, me the that same they, thing they, they literally said they said it was a waste of their money. They wanted their money back. I mean, this is drive syndrome. But but the thing is, it comes down. I understand though because some people have limited funds where they they only get to go out like once a month to go to the fucking movies and but they go dude. to the movies and have this expectation and it kind of it ruins it for them. And for us, we go to the movies every week. We go, yeah, we yeah. see multiple movies, so we. Um, I get it. I understand. Yeah, someone can only go to the movies like once in a while. I doubt they're saying it comes at night, right? Yeah, that's the problem. But I think they're people who listen to this are a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I call this like drive syndrome because like that's the most like memorable movie when it comes to people saying it was fucking terrible. You know, it's so funny. I saw the trailer for Drive when he first came out, and I said, "Fuck that! I'm not watching that." And then. Someone, deter- yes, yeah, and then I watched the it. Also, it was like, effect. "Fuck yes, it was amazing." It was the opposite <laughs> effect on you. Yeah, the complete opposite effect. People, I know like, I a lot of people in the car, uh, car scene. They're like, "Oh, the five, the new five Mustang was like barely in the movie." I'm like, "Yeah, a fucking noir thriller is not going to be about a fucking Mustang." But then you know it wasn't marketed that way. Uh, Harvey, what do you got for us? Um, it's very difficult for me to rate this movie. Um, struggling over here. I'm struggling. That's the my daily struggle. It's out here on the hard out here on the streets. Um, yeah, this movie. I'm not gonna repeat anything I said. Uh, if I, if you're gonna force me to read this movie, I'd have to get it a, a four out of four and a half out of five. Okay, it's a uh, cool. It's a fucking great movie. It's nearly perfect. Um, they're only like minor things in my head that I can kind of nitpick at but I'm not going to talk about them um, it's perfect psychological horror it's perfectly paced the intensity of this movie is incredible I recommend anybody, anybody to see it I was literally sweating when I was watching it so it was hot in the theater or? Uh, well Nighthawk is usually pretty warm but I'm usually okay with that let me set the scene real quick I was literally Nighthawk like a- we we ordered mimosas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like a mimosa. Why do you guys I go to Nighthawk when you got AMC for eight Nighthawk bucks? Nighthawk is it's like twelve dollars. 
Yeah, but if it's anything like the Lovers Theater, whoo, I love my. It father. was the Lovers Theater. Oh, it's, I can't. That's theater number three on the left. First one on the left. Yeah, you guys know what it's like. To be shout out, hey, shout out to Nighthawk. It's a great theater. I love Nighthawk so hey, much. Hey, do they take Movie Pass? Yeah, they take Movie okay, Pass. Okay, I, I might. There. Yeah, I might. You have one? I used to. Oh uh, yeah. You guys just want to get one? Or? No, I don't know talking. if I'm going to get back on Movie Pass. Dude, they it, like change their things. Yeah, right? but it's got to be worth it. I did the math. I don't know. <laughs> it has to be worth it. All right. I'm like in a higher tax bracket than I was back then, so like <laughs> they don't go off of so that. What are you talking money? about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How much money? I'm you talking make? about personally for me. What's money, though? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, this is like oh, just wait. How much do you make? Yeah, it's gonna be like oh, five hundred. So, you, oh, a so month. you're saying you like you you make so much you don't care to save money? <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off! All right, we got we got to talk about next week, Sean. Yeah, what we got coming up next week? He's not even ready. He's I like, feel oh, like shit. you took a long time with that review. Probably because there was a bunch of breaks talking about um, strippers and shit. Yeah. So there's some stuff coming out next week. Uh, Speaking of, you remember that one stripper? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I do know who you're talking about. That's the funny part. <laughs> All right, next week, there's something I actually like. Do the right stripper. There's, there's something I really think we should see, but I, I feel alone. You're not gonna, we're not going to watch it. I feel Just like I'm alone. Okay, this. so I got the list there. So we got Cars 3. We got the Tupac movie, I, All Eyes on Me. You need to slow down. Cars 3. Tupac movie. All Eyes on Me. Uh, it's the Tupac Shakur movie. No. We got Ru- Can we do it? Come Rough on, Night. Rough Night. We also have... That's the Scarlett Johansson. I mean, it sounds like... Movie. Tupac might be the best thing. Oh, we have that movie on the list here, Harvey, that me and you saw the weird poster of. Uh, Mandy Moore movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. 47 oh, I am not watching that crap. I hate... Let's let's I, do the Tupac movie. I really don't like... I'm not I don't like Star Trek movies. Dude, it's the untold story of it's Tupac. Shut the fuck everybody. up. I know, but... All this I just... We have to know how, how like... Like, what... It, I, uh. What are you talking now, about? there's a movie here that I really want to see. I saw the trailer... Um, a few weeks ago with my girlfriend. Uh, it's well, we have forty-seven meters, Book of Henry, and Maudie. Maudie is a Sally Hawkins, Ethan Hawke, um, Sally Hawkins and Ethan Hawke movie. Now, who's directing this movie? But the trailer. Look- Steve, jump Who? on board. It's called Maudie. Maudie. Steve, Steve, will you jump on board with me? Oh yeah, I'm down for that. I know that it, it is. looks really good. Nah, it looks we, like we're that, gonna go like, back British to humor style. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I? Can I pick? The Tupac movie is not a blockbuster, first of all. I think it will be. N- N- Cars no, 3 is not. a big release. Sean, you're disqualified because Car- anything with Ethan Hawke you will watch. Car- He's my Cars hero. 3 is a blockbuster. He's my man, white say. man crush. It's a white man crush. You have a, you have a brown man crush? Yeah. Do I you know have, that is. You have an Asian man crush? Asian man? Nah, they don't do it for me. The guy from <laughs> The Hangover. Nah. Um, uh, can we? All right, I have a choice. Uh, the choice is Once Upon a Time in Venice with Bruce Willis and a dog. Is that really coming out this week? Yeah, it's coming out. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, fucking with do you guys want to vote? or? We're, I feel like we're all going to pick different films. I'm just going to go with Cars 3. I'm doing All Eyes on Me. I, I, I got I to gotta know. I got to know. It's just one of those things. I love Tupac, though. So. I don't Dude, not want to see these, that at all. I'm not, I'm not I don't want to see that at all. None either. of these movies interest me. Come on. This is probably the worst it. week we've had. This is the worst. Dude, Audie. people, people will... Uh, I'm not watching a Tupac movie. Come on. Yeah. Really? Dude, that sounds like chore. Like. No, yeah, dude. You don't think it'd be interesting to see how, how, like, it looks like a, just a biopic movie. It seems like, like a typical biopic movie. The way it starts off is... I know. Did you watch the Biggie biopic movie? Yeah. That was complete Notorious. garbage, and I and I have a feeling this one's going to be the same way. But I have to know. Know what? 
Okay. I, I love I, Tupac. I vote for the Tupac movie. I like I I have more of a relationship I really, with Tupac than I do Biggie. Honestly, I nothing seems interesting to me right now. Can we watch my cousin Rachel? We shit. That's a good. That's a that's I'm, actually a good I'm one. I'm staying hard. I mean, right, I mean, I'm gonna watch. I really wish the Begal was it the Begal the Be- Beguiled Beguiled. Uh, I really want to watch that. That so doesn't open. Is coming out this week? That comes out this week. I think it's coming out next week. Yeah, next week the twenty first. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. it would come I, out this I'm, week. I'm I'm staying on all as of me, even if I lose. I, I, I don't. My cousin Rachel. I'm going to go with my cousin Rachel because that came out last Fuck. week. We skipped over it to watch. Uh, yeah, comes but at night. <sighs> he really wanted to watch. Like is, all okay, eyes on me is going to be. Is the the thing is it's uh, all all eyes on me is not a huge <laughs> not a huge release. So if we're trying to I go back it, to blockbusters. It's not a good pick. Well, it's a we might as well go to Cars three. No, it's a. It's not a. We're not going back to Blockbusters, but we're 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 going in between. I know. Kind of like it comes but at it night. It just looks terrible. <laughs> I think we should. I. They made him look exactly like Tupac. But a like, lot of people do. But <laughs> it's racist. No, um, no, no, no. It's like no. It's what films do. It's like what they did with fucking Carrie Fisher. They just like no, you can just I think like, uh, he looks more like Tupac than Biggie did. So Biggie. You just like insert whoever they want. Kind of looks like. Um, I I just like. It's just a personal thing. I have, you know. I've, I get it. I I'll get vote it. for Tupac. I so. love. No, don't do it to make me fucking feel better. I mean, I'm, whatever you guys pick, right, I'll so see. I'm gonna go. But with just know, my I'm gonna Rachel. watch it. I'm gonna watch it. And I'm sure you it. will, buddy. What? Why are you treat me like this? <laughs> I just don't want to see it, dude. Come on, it you, looks like it's chore. Yeah, I don't see it did you see the biggie one though? I seen that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Why would you see the biggie one and not the two? Because I went to see it in theaters with my buddy Sean. He wanted to see it. Okay, I was I, like Charlie. And he your buddy Shoma. He just to got see a it. car. Yeah, your buddy Shoma has a car. Yeah, but I have a car it. now too. I can go somewhere I'm, else. Your buddy, Sh- your buddy Shoma is new to New York. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to go see it. Pick a movie. What? What's the options? I'm going with my cousin Rachel. We're I'm going, going with my cousin Rachel too. I really do not. I don't know. I don't like biopics, man. They're boring to me. Uh, some biopics work, like, like uh, some, certain ones, but it's just like a line. Tupac has an interesting story, and I, and I want to see how they do it, dude. This is what's gonna happen. We're gonna have the beginning so of the film. We have two right. for Tupac and two for my cousin Rachel. You how about really this? How about this? Wait, you're picking. You want to see it? I picked. I picked Tupac. I told you not to pick it to make me I, feel better. I mean, I'd rather see my cousin Rachel. So but f- I, all right, my cousin Rachel. For the sake of. Doing something different, I thought we'd pick Tupac. I, I think like I think it's interesting for us to dissect the biopic of one of the hey, biggest this? rap names in history. I feel like we're divided right now. How about this? You guys watch Tupac, and then we watch My Cousin Rachel, and that'll be next week's episode. Do a review? Do a review. Fuck it. Who cares? We can do whatever we want. We run this shit. There's no big corporation controlling us. Big radio doesn't control us actually, anymore. Actually, Just, we, do have, we do have a sponsor now. So. Uh, who? Can you... Uh, Oh, just wait, is that them calling? All right, so we need to pick a movie. So I guess we're divided by My Cousin Rachel and Eyes on Me. I just don't, it doesn't now, feel genuine. Now, just a little disclaimer. This movie is directed by, what's his name? Benny Benny Douglas, a.k.a. Benny, Benny Boo Boo Bear? Yeah, and his previous films are SWAT, Firefight, and Next Day Air. Now, I don't know if you want to go off with that. Come what, on. What did he make? Next Day Air. <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah, I saw that. And SWAT Firefight, the 2011 sequel. <laughs> this way, this way, this way, whoa, whoa, Next Day Air was sequel? such a weird movie. Yeah. Now, uh, I'll... It had Donald I'll Faison on in it. <laughs> right. So... Hey, guys, I got some bad news right now. I guess... Now. What's that? I'm just upset that we picked Great Wall, but not this. <laughs> I can't remember why. I'll concede and go to my cousin Rachel. 
Okay. All right. Fuck it. My cousin Rachel since... Don't worry. You'll hear about All Eyes on Me. Yeah, you go spend that extra money and watch that movie with My Cousin Rachel. You guys don't think it's like worth checking out a biopic of like the biggest name in rap? I feel like this is hilarious. Yeah, if it, if it looked better. Yeah, call me when they make a Soldier Boy biopic. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's breeze through this topic. Let's, let's breeze. That, no, that's a biopic because I don't know shit about him. I don't know either. <laughs> let's get to this topic. All right, so... Why are we clapping? <laughs> We're still recording. That wasn't a recording plan. It was a... But uh, all right, so let's jump into our topic here. Now, the topic was the most unexpected uh, moment in a film you did not see coming at all. Now, this, uh, I don't know if you guys are confused about it, but it doesn't have to be something that reveals itself at the end. It could be something that happens within the first 10 to 15 minutes. I just couldn't think of one, and mine happens at the end, yeah. and mine's not very good pick. And I have a great pick. I have several great picks. <clears throat> Let's get okay, through them, though. So, Steve, drop us with these several great picks of yours. Don't do several. Just give me one. Uh, you can give me one. Number, number, number one. one. You get one runner-up. Harvey's gonna. You're all gonna fucking hate me. This is a spoiler. <laughs> Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. What's the most shocking moment? When he finds out Darth Vader. You, you, you are a liar, though. You're a yes. fucking liar. <laughs> How is that being a liar? Because that movie was made before you were born, and everyone knew Luke. Oh, oh, when you hey, so out of context, shot. growing up watching that movie, I'm like. This way, this way. Who's Luke, and why is it his father? I, I knew Luke, Darth Vader was Luke's father before I knew what Star Wars. That's was. insane. That's bullshit. No, I, I swear to God. I swear, I swear to God. Yeah, I want to hear this right now. I knew it before I ever watched the movie. Okay, I have you another. Saw it last gra- year. <laughs> I have another great pick. <laughs> Give me a real pick, please. Uh, it's a great director. Uh, I mean, he was you know great after. M. Night Shyamalan. The Village. No, uh, the Sixth Six Sense. <laughs> That's like everyone's like go to. Oh my god! Uh, all right, actually, Bruce was dead. I was actually gonna go for a different one, uh, and and this is like I don't think it's a shocking moment, but I thought it was uh, interesting because it's I don't know I don't want to ruin anything for anyone because it's like the crux of the movie. Hence why I kind of retaliated. Uh, so I'm just kind of been goofing a little bit, but I thought an interesting one was uh, the end of Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. We need kind of start questioning whether or not. Rich uh, Deckard is a uh, is a replicant. Is, is that a uh, moment or is that like an ongoing? It really thing? It, it is. I mean, it, it is, but it isn't. Like, if you've been paying it, because the thing about Blade going, Runner is like a thought, for abruptness, abruptness, like something that's like instant. Like, <gasps> yeah. I believe Ridley Scott confirmed uh, something regarding that. Really, he did. Yeah, in uh, like a Redux edition. No backbone. You should never reveal that. Um, well, I mean, really, really, Scott does a lot of just. Shit with his movies now, so I mean, yeah. let's see what happens. Is that your pick? Uh, that's that's not a bad pick. I guess I mean, it's, it's not, not I mean, really a shocking moment. It's, it's just a sh- question that rises towards the end. Yeah. I feel like that's more interesting, though. I feel what? like that's like when you because the thing is, I think it is revealed. I think when you realize that he is a replicant, mm-hmm. like I mean, it's been like, kind of it just goes throughout the movie, and then when he kind of hits you, like it kind of changes the whole. We'll probably get some clarity on that in the new one. Oh, I just realized we're getting a sequel, and. Yeah. Uh, they're the definitely going to probably bring that up. Yeah. Actually, no. Because it actually is stated that they last five years. Mm-hmm. And they become obsolete. Then this one takes place 2029? 
49, yeah. yeah. So how long has it been? It was, what, 2000? Donald Trump's still president. Fuck, you shut the fuck up. No, but, uh, yeah. Tom, okay. what, 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 what's your shitty pick? My this? pick is shitty, and it relates to the when departed. I saw Yep. Really? Yeah. That's a good pick. It's predictable. Leo gets blasted in the head. It's predictable for Fuck. me. For me, it's not predictable in the movie. I don't think. No, uh, you don't see that coming. When it happens, I literally sat there I'm like, and sixteen-year-old. I was Shomo. not surprised because uh, I wasn't at the moment, surprised, but like you don't expect it to happen right now. There's Leo no dies in every movie. Oh well, <laughs> it's not true. What's um, up there? Nah, most. Um, but there, there's a so the, the Departed. I wanted to see it so bad. I, I love Scorsese when I was 16. I love gangster movies. I love everything about guns and crime, uh, crime thrillers. And um, it, it just I'm like waiting for this movie to end. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, oh shit, this movie's long. This movie's about to end. There's got to be some resolution here. And pop, but, pop. But, but in the middle of that thought, he gets popped in the fucking head. And and then uh, he says, "Last line, you're killing yourself." I am. I am killing. You. I am yeah. killing you. And then it gets popped in the head, and it's like the fucking. It just like kind of made me sick a little bit when I was sixteen. I was like, oh shit, I, I really like that character. That's a good. That's a good one because I, I really feel like, like we're so that far character. Removed. Yeah, and uh, then it goes on. Everyone dies, and uh, very. Uh, I like that movie. It sucks that it was stolen from the Chinese, but hey, man, they polluted the earth. Okay. <laughs> At least we could steal the Jesus movies. Jesus Christ, where are we going? It's, really I, I struggle. The, the Departed is one of my top five favorite movies of all time because you know, where it sat with me, yeah, where it sat with me my whole life since it came out. Not my whole life. Um, Ever since but Thomas it, was it born, is, it is slightly there. a remake of a Chinese movie, and that Chinese movie probably gets undershadowed by it, uh, which mean, is sad. But I've seen it, though, that... It's, the Bard is still better. Oh, it is better, but like it's Martin Scorsese. It's like uh, Eternal Affairs. It's like there's probably guys out there that could bang my girlfriend better than me, but you know, no. <laughs> but it's like what? it's no. the it's the principle, you know, like you know. This is a fucking okay. terrible analogy. Yeah, analogy doesn't work at all. This analogy is terrible. My analogy was that the Martin Scorsese, could, with his all his power, uh, could probably do a, make a better movie. But they saying uh, with all his power, he could fuck your girlfriend better than you can. Not Martin, Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. I didn't That's say Martin Scorsese said, said a more attractive. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> it came off as wrong. I meant more someone like Ryan Gosling. Hey, hey guys, hey guys. Let's uh let's move on though, Harvey. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, got that Chinese wing. Wait, Did what? You order Chinese? Chinese? I didn't order Chinese. It's Ridgewood Hill House. <laughs> oh, yeah, get it right. Is that shit good? It's pretty good. All right, American. Next food. time I'll get uh, it. Yeah, my pick is Don't Breathe. Uh, oh no 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 no! I haven't seen it. Man. Now, that's, that's too new. I, too new. I, I, was, I was worried about my picking a uh, movie that somebody in the table that I haven't seen. Uh, I didn't know. I don't know what the rules are. It's too new. What I, are the rules? I, that's why I struggled. <laughs> I struggled with this whole topic. I, I wanted to put it. I wanted to put a ten-year like, rule. It's a really tricky topic because you don't want to ruin a movie that's I don't like, have a backup, so that, you know what? I'm gonna give, <laughs> I'm gonna give you my choice, which is Star Wars. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Fuck Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Return of Jedi is better. With the fucking... What, what are the little fuckers? The Ewoks? Ewoks? I love fucking them. They're cute. I want to come. Reggie, my cat, my cat reminds me of an Ewok. Fucking uh, terrible. So, yeah, that was my pick. Ah, uh, uh, man. I don't put, have another it's pick. It's just too new. I'm sorry. I mean, 
I, that should have been uh, I know. Explained. I I kind of mentioned it, but you probably didn't read it. It wasn't in text message. I know. I know the senior talking about. Let's not talk yeah. about it, Let's dude. Not. You gotta watch. We, you gotta we watch talked about it movie. on the podcast. Have we? That scene. That scene. No, yeah. We yeah, we did. Not spoil that movie. Uh, well, we talked about the scene that was shocking. I remember yeah. specifically. Let's let's not do we this, guys. It's not like this. We, but Steve would know. I want, I want. I want. Steve probably can't I remember. Want, I want, he doesn't remember a lot. I want to be special. Um, I want right. to watch it. Well, well those of you who have seen Don't Breathe, you can assume what Harvey's talking about. I and if you haven't, check it so. out. Yeah, it's definitely the most shocking scene in that movie. I think. Yeah. Um, I guess my pick is actually from 1978. Sean, Sean so, really respected the rule there. Well, I was worried about uh, ruining the movie for you guys around the table. I don't know if you guys have seen my pick or not, but fuck it, 1978. But um, Should watch it I saw this movie for the first time. Didn't know I knew the name. Knew it was a pretty big movie at the time. Saw it was one of the first movies I rented when a Blockbuster did their online ordering system. When it would come in the mail, two movies would come. You send it back at two. You guys remember that? Yeah, that's just... I remember it. Yeah. Because you would bring them into my blockbuster that I yeah. worked at. And I'm like, hey, where's my Elijah Wood movie I ordered two weeks ago? But uh, the first movie I actually uh, rented from um, Blockbuster Online was uh, Deer Hunter. Ooh, now, I don't know if you guys I, seen Deer um, Hunter, but there's a scene yeah, at the I, very, very, I knew someone was gonna pick this, actually. very, very end. I actually knew someone was going to pick I, Deer I actually Hunter. Now, seen Deer I was Hunter. juggling between this movie and another movie, which I'll do as an honorable mention, I suppose. Um, they're similar. Is that one? Uh, this is my worst I know, I know case scenario. Was. Why do we pick this topic? So, have you not seen Deer Hunter? No. Okay, so I won't mention it. But it's something that happens at the very end. You can that mention. Just... I think it's it's we're, it's our fault for not. Are you ever going to see Deer Hunter? Yeah, one I, day. Yeah, uh, but you had thirty years. Not like this, man. You had thirty years. Don't breathe is different. I'm, listen, I'm gonna give you a quick story about Deer Hunter. Here's I went. So, I went to Goodwill. And I saw it there with my roommate at the time, Marcus. And we're like, he's like, yeah, let's buy this. And we we go back to the apartment, Bobby D, right? And he put it into the fucking DVD player, and it was like Just what they call it, European. Movie. It was a three, European copy acts. of the movie. So he ends up going on eBay, buying a European DVD player to play this one movie. <laughs> Great, and I never watched. And you still didn't see it. No. All right. Well, this you, scene, uh, I rewatched this scene this morning on YouTube, and it still shocks me till this day. Um, I guess I won't mention it because Steve hasn't seen it. And he's gonna. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna convolt. Oh, I guess but I won't. I, but I'm like, I'm. I, I feel, I feel like, like it's punishment I'm... for me. Putting so the I guess we can say that this topic has been a success so far. <laughs> it's a complete right. failure. I, I feel like we should you. ruin movies. <laughs> I don't think we, we, we. You could talk about movies plenty without ruining them. But uh, well, I that digress. was the whole point of this topic is to spoil some stuff. Yeah, you could spoil Deer Hunter, but don't spoil Don't Breathe. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, I I got an honorable mention. What's I got uh, my honorable mention is Midnight Cowboy. Uh, it's still at the it's at the very end. Can I ruin this or what? Uh, yeah. Let's not ruin Midnight be, Cowboy. I, I feel like deliver? I no. I didn't think I watched that. Midnight Cowboy a long time ago, but I don't remember much about it. Now um, I know what it is. I yeah, just ruined. So I know what's in this. It's at the very end when um, what's his name? Well, gets um. John Voight's character gets on the bus with Dustin Hoffman's character. Now, Dustin Hoffman's character is very sick. This is actually one of the movies I got from Blockbuster Online. <laughs> and uh, they get on the bus. They're finally making it to Miami, leaving this ugly life they leave, they're they living in New York City as prostitutes and con men. And once they're on this trip, 
uh, they're almost there, and what's his name finds out that Dustin Hoffman's character is dead, and he's been dead throughout this entire bus bus ride. He cries, puts his arms around him, and just holds on to him for the rest of the trip. And uh, I teared up a little bit when I saw. I saw. It. I did too, actually. Yeah. He like grabs his fucking face, and he's like. Yeah, I loved it. And Shit's sad. Yeah, John Voight's character cries, and it's very painful to watch. When big, big Trump supporter, him. Yeah, John Voight. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a good man. Go uh, <laughs> that far? What? <laughs> Wait, we're, we're, well, I don't want to. Actually, I feel bad. Have you guys seen his daughter? She's pretty hot. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to establish. She's all right. What's her name? Uh, uh, Angie. She has a thing for Cambodian children. So yeah. Weird. Um, I I don't want to make this film political. So. I did. Yeah, you did. No, I mean, I don't want them to know that we don't like Trump. Oh, well, they don't know. Uh, I mean, all right, yeah. We're in we Brooklyn. Don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> you have, don't a, you have a Bernie Sanders sticker on your forehead. <laughs> My forehead. <laughs> I thought you were going to say car, in which case yeah. I was just saying that's not true. <laughs> you said forehead. All right, well, that was a successful topic, but it doesn't matter. I know our topic was a little lackluster and a little off off put, but I think we had a lot of great stuff in this this episode. A lot of good times um, here. We uh, we talked Wonder Woman and uh, it comes at night. Two recent movies that you should check out. Uh, don't check out Wonder Woman. Fuck that movie. Let's play the game. Steve, where's this dice? Yeah, where's this dice? Do you have it in your pocket? Oh no, it's somewhere else. I'll Jesus be right back. Fuck. You took the dice off the table? No one's ever done that. Whoa. Just so I have to go. I have to go to the other room. All right, well, this is gonna be a brutal one. Fuck. Just in that box. All right. Um, so Harvey lost. Does that mean he goes again? Yeah, Harvey rolls first. All right, let me get that dice. Give it to, give it to Harvey. Yeah. All right, Harvey. Put let's uh, let's see how you go this this no, week. Shit on the table. Oh, I'm sorry. You need room to roll yeah, the dice. I need to roll this this twelve. Oh, oh. Roll this twelve. All right. Like, so Harvey's quick. going here. He's probably going to win again. Bitch. Someone. F- yep. There we go. Go for it. All right. <laughs> you look like you just prayed to God. <laughs> Harvey Rowan, you got a six. Dead in the middle. Um, I guess, uh, should we go around this way? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so Sean's rolling. Here we go. Did you just. Third person. Dude, if I lose again, I'm not. I got a 12. Well, Sean I guess wins. Steven. I want to lose. It's about time. I haven't lost in a while. I know that takes the fun out of the game, but. Two. Steve lost. Why do I always lose with Sean? I just realized that. Sean always... always You thought it was a one. Yeah, I got a seven. So it's uh, it's looking like uh, Sean's assigning Steve a movie. Okay. All right, so Steve, uh, what do I give you? (laughs) You know what you give me. All right, yeah, I know. I'm going to give you a horseshit horror movie. (laughs) It's called Sleep Tight. Now, this is actually... It's a foreign horseshit. That's that's really weird. (laughs) It was some good horseshit that was exported to America. Uh, I'll read you the synopsis here. I'm not even sure if this is a synopsis, but it's in on IMDb synopsis section. It is, you wake day after day to the comfort and security of your home, but how safe are you? Question mark. <laughs> Dude, yeah, this just sounds good. Yeah, so Steve, sleep tight. You will be doing some reading, as you know. Sleep tight, because you're going to be watching it sleep tight. It is in Spanish. So... I don't know how you are with horror movies by yourself at night, but that's the assignment. I'm going to give you a fun fact. The the guy in that movie and the woman, they're married in real life. Really? Yeah. You know what's funny about this movie? I remember us watching it, 
And we're like, how could she be knocked out every fucking night and not realize <laughs> she's being... Yeah, like, don't ruin it. Mean, <laughs> okay, you'll see what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, we've all tried to do this to people and just doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see what I'm talking about. But yeah, Sleep Tight, foreign uh, Spanish horror movie. Give it a shot. I gave it a horseshit review. We'll see what you think. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, I guess uh, I don't know. Do you guys have anything you want to promote? Tom's no, already promoted the no, shit out of himself. No, this is not yeah, the time. he spent like a good like thirty minutes promoting promoting stuff. Uh, it's exaggeration. I think we should end it and go home and uh, yeah, reconvene. It is a school tomorrow night for morning tonight. So, so uh, we're reviewing next week. My cousin Rachel. All eyes oh wait, on me. is that? Yeah. Is it my cousin Rachel? Yeah, my yes, it's forgot. my yeah. cousin really, Rachel. <laughs> I don't know. You don't want to see it? I just want to see Tupac. Hey, but hey I'll man, see both. It's a oh, period yeah. piece. Come on. Yeah, it's brutal for me. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, next week, you'll be hearing about my cousin Rachel, as well as uh, Sleep Tight from Steve. <laughs> really quick. Just a second thought here. You guys don't want to see Cars 3? Um, no, no, we're, 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 we're checking out. I've actually never seen Cars one or two. I've Cars. seen Cars, and it's honestly probably my least favorite Disney. Same movie. here. I love. I actually really like Cars. Cars, really? yeah, all because of one joke. What, what? joke? Uh, oh, I know a joke. Don't. Free bird. Yeah, <laughs> that, that cracks me up. I'm too. I'm too lame. Married a cable guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's annoying. It's definitely my least favorite Disney series. Um, it, it's all on you guys. If you guys want to talk about it later, I don't care. Fuck it. My cousin Rachel. All right, my cousin Rachel. Yeah. We're turning yeah, to an so indie film podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, finally, man, I was waiting for this shift. Yeah, yeah, this is a long episode. I'm not sure what it's going to clock out at, but uh, we're looking at a good four hour mark. Yeah, no, that's not true. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, we uh, we hope to come at you next week with some hot fire. Yeah. So uh, follow um, us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tinder. Uh, what else, Tom? That's it. Uh, oh yes, please uh, send in some like, list, like your topics. Like if you do listen to f- if you do listen to films, and you're not on Letterboxd. Uh, you should be. Yeah, definitely join Letterboxd. Find it's us great. on there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You guys got any other words? Wisdom. Uh, I think that'll do it for me. I guess we'll catch you guys on the next one. Wisdom? No, I already gave my stripper story. So. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, was actually that was powerful. Actually I'm gonna carry that with me. I like me. that a lot. I'm gonna carry that with me for the rest of my life. I'll never forget her. Yeah. Sandra. That wasn't her name, whatever. <laughs> she didn't give me her name. Her name was probably like... I think it was like Bubbles. Power <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> but uh, that'll do it for me. I'll see you. I'll talk to you guys on the next one. I'll yeah. not see you guys. I don't know who you guys are. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and good night or good morning. Check us out on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Do The Right Film Podcast. Yeah, we said that already. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, I said that. I was on that. I was on that. All right, guys. Take care. Goodbye. Your blowjob queen. Your probably shy and introspective. That's not part of my objective. I just want your fresh young Jimmy. Running, slamming, ramming in me. Every time I see your face, I think of things I'm pure on chase. I want to find. Like a dog, take you home and make you like it. Everything you ever wanted, everything you ever thought of, is everything I'll do to you. I'll fuck you till your dick is blue.